Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the Sacred Icon Halo podcast, where we talk all things Halo, because we love Halo. I'm your host, Joshua, here. Uh, Brian is on Respawn this week, as I like to call it, while he's away with some family, Uh, but joining me this time is my buddy, my pal, Justin, coming back from the last episode of our retrospective. How you doing, Justin? I am doing swell. Swell as Taco Bell, man. <laughs> it is very early. Uh, we are, are super tired, but we are super energetic and ready to talk some Halo. So, uh, man, it was awesome having you on that uh, episode last week, dude. Uh, I know you were you just finished it. You said, and uh, I finished I finished re-listening to it. And man, I do it because I'm so self-conscious, and I go through it. And I'm like, did I sound good? Did I sound bad? And everything. But dude, it was awesome having you on there. I think just having, that was the first time, I don't know if Brian said it, but having three people, uh, on this, on a, on our show, like at once, like that was really cool. And it was really cool to have you, man. It was really cool to be there. Um, I think three people is too much. We should get rid of Brian. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to listen to this and go, wow. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so we got a little bit of news here that we're going to get into first before we get into some fun little topics. Um, tomorrow, guys, January 26th. Uh, so if you're listening to this, uh, this we're going to be putting this up on the 25th. Uh, so tomorrow, your local Microsoft store is going to be hosting a Halo Reach tournament beginning at 1 p.m. your local time. Uh, so for more information on that and to register for it, visit smash.gg forward slash Halo. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, they've had a couple of these they've done, and uh, man, I I don't even know where the nearest Microsoft store from us would be. There's you know? one kind of in um, <clears throat> Best Buy, and I'm not sure. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh no, I wonder if that's in a like. Is it in like an official one, or is it like just kind of like a little kind of rinky dink one? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone to that Best Buy in a long time. You know my history with Best Buy, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to hear Justin's history with Best Buy, uh, go back and check out our Halo 5 retrospective in the archives. Uh, it was a very enjoyable but unfortunate story for Justin. It's somewhere in that five-hour podcast. Yeah. It's probably somewhere. towards the end. Yeah, yeah. It's toward the back end. But, uh, man, that's pretty cool. I feel like if we had one out here, because we don't, that I know of, but if we had one 
somewhere out this way, I feel like you and I would probably do something like that. Like, that'd be fun. I don't think I've ever gone to a local Halo tournament, but GameStop used to do that stuff, didn't they? Like, for releases and whatnot? A tournament? Yeah. Well, I, I think they, they've done a Gears one before, but I don't know if they ever did a Halo one. <sighs> the, I feel like the, Brian would probably know this, but I have no idea. Yeah. Finally, we need him, and he's not here. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I do recall at some point, like I think the Gears of War three midnight launch, there was somebody that like brought their van and hooked like, their TV up in in the Xbox and like they were playing it in the back, like, and it yeah, was really cool. But I don't, truck, yeah. I don't recall any tournaments. Um, but they've done those before. I just don't know if with Halo. Like I think they did a Smash Brothers and <clears> stuff <throat> like that. But yeah, but that's pretty cool, man. I I've just I've never even stepped foot in a Microsoft store. Like it, it would feel weird to me but i would love to just go in there and play halo like i think i don't have this in the notes but i think they're also going to be doing some uh, mixer streaming uh, regarding that and whatnot so man that'd be so cool definitely something if they ever get a microsoft store out this way uh to do so but yeah uh moving on simon and schuster publishing has announced a halo sweepstakes giveaway uh the grand prize winner is gonna win an ac worldwide halo master chief bluetooth speaker a 32 gigabyte iPad and a collection of Halo novels in print, ebook, and digital audio formats. With three runners up receiving a collection of those, um, plus a Mega Constructs Halo set. So that's pretty cool. Registration is free with no purchase necessary. The sweepstakes started on the 21st of January and they run up until February 4th. The only unfortunate thing is it's only open to legal residents of any one of the 50 United States and District of Columbia who are at least 18 years old. So for European listeners and fans of Halo, like they're kind of kind of get to they get they got to miss out on that one, which kind of sucks. So, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool first of the year. It it's funny Brian and I have talked about this before, man, but I feel like we're definitely in like a calm before the storm type thing before like it gets to I would assume E3, right? is when they would probably show off Halo stuff, and then it will just kind of ramp up there. You know? Is that what I, you think? I think so. <clears throat> well, I, it, it all depends on how they want to play it, you know? Um, it'd be cool if it was something along the lines of, say, like how Fallout, or like, more specifically Bethesda, will do things like with like the only else like Fallout, and then like two months yeah. later it's out. And they've had a lot of time to... Um, to really work on the game and they haven't shown us much, uh, that would be like a really cool surprise. You know, that's, that's just, that's just me wanting to, to get on it sooner and everything. Yeah. But you know, who knows? It, it could be like another year out. It could launch. It's probably going to launch alongside the, uh, the Xbox series X. Xbox. Yeah. What, what, what is it? Is it Xbox? No, you got it right. You just it just right. Xbox series X. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, now, too, many, gonna... too many X's, guys. Come on. <laughs> you make a good point. Like, I, I'm not super big on the name, but I'm also kind of like, eh. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm indifferent because it's not, the name's never a big deal to me. But at the same time, yeah, Xbox Series X just sounds a little confusing. And also, yeah. like you said, it's a little. Real quick, let's, let's go through it. So we had the original Xbox, and we had the Xbox 360, then everybody thought mm-hmm. we we're going to get the Xbox 720. Then we got the Xbox One, and we were like, wait, huh? Yeah. Uh, and then we have, you know, the Xbox One S. That's, you know, like not how phones are doing, like, you know, the Plus or the, you know, the iPhone 5 or 5S and stuff like yep. that. Got, yep. got it. Gotcha. Then we have the Xbox One X. 
Okay. All right. Gotcha. It's it's great. But okay. From there, let me jump to the new one, which is Xbox Series X. Now, you and I, we get it. It's 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 confusing. It's an odd choice. We get yeah. it though. Um, some some eleven year old kids, mom and dad, who work for a living, are gonna be like, "What is th- What is this?" That's a good what? point. You know, no, so, that's a good point. Because I mean, you look at it like that's yeah, that's so confusing. Because just like cell phones, like I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head what the newest like iPhone is. Like I have an iPhone, I think XS Max. I don't even know what that is. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's crazy. But uh I'm kind of glad in one way they didn't go with like 720 <laughs> and all that and and so so forth. But Xbox One still like still to this day seems a weird name for the console, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking like how many times have you seen something online to where someone's like, you know, uh you know, they they ask their their mom and dad or grandma for like a PlayStation Four or something, and they get like one of those cheap like PlayStation Five S or something. You know, it's like one of those little you know Chinese knockoffs. Oh, that sucks. Someone's like, "Mom, I want an Xbox Series X." She's like, "I got you an Xbox X." No, mom, a Series X. She's like, "Okay, uh huh, uh huh." And Christmas comes, you know. Oh, looks like look what Santa got you. It's the last present behind the tree. Did you, did you know it was there? I bet you did. And then they pull it out. It's just an Xbox One X. It's just like, thank you. Oh, man, that'd be horrible. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Mom, I want an Xbox Series X for Christmas. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Can't make no promises. And then, you know, eventually, like, when you're opening this big box on Christmas that you think is it, and the mom's, like, she's watching while she's sipping her, like, morning coffee, you know, and then she's like, you know, that was really hard to find. And you're, in, in your head, you're like, what do you mean? They're, like, everywhere. And then you open it, and it's an Xbox 360. And she's like, that's the one you wanted, right? And you're just like, do I cry now, or do I cry later? Either way, it's going to happen. So, But yeah, yeah. No, hopefully they'll make it more clear when the... When it gets closer to E3 and stuff like that, so. these these disappointing Christmas hype, you know, uh, hypotheticals <laughs> are very they're hitting home. <laughs> I will say, oh man, uh, but dude, yeah, I, uh, I, tr- I don't know, man. You tried, really- mom. You tried. <laughs> We're gonna have to have that story sometime on the podcast on like an oddball or something. I would love that. So, sounds good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. So if you guys want to sign up for that, definitely do it soon. I signed up. Um, I don't expect to, to win personally. I think I've only ever won one like actual sweepstakes like entry thing, which was actually pretty cool. Justin, have you ever like done a sweepstakes thing and won? Nope. You know what I uh, what it was for me is I want to say it was back in like 2010 or or maybe a little later. I, it, but it was for the very first Mass Effect, and it was the limited collector's edition. Like they came, like I think you had to get it online only. Remember that? And it was Amazon. Like, it was Amazon. Was it Amazon? Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember if it was GameStop or Amazon, but yeah. And what's funny is when I first got it back in 2007, that's what I had gotten. Dad had ordered it for me, but I had since traded it in. Blah blah blah. But then I ended up winning that, oh. and I don't even. By the time I got it in the mail, I was like, it had like a congratulations you won, and I was like, what? what do you mean? I won. Like, what did I sign up for? I don't remember registering for some contest. <laughs> I still, to this day, don't. But, man, I was an idiot, and I remember Dad was like, do not open that. Because it, it is worth a decent amount. Not much, oh, but, yeah. like, <clears throat> worth a decent amount. And one day, I wanted to play Mass Effect, didn't have money, and I was like, mm. I'm gonna open it. So I opened it, like an idiot. But, yeah. 
you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to diverge too much here, but yeah, it's one of the things that Brian. I'm not sure if he still does, but he, he used to do is he would buy unopened games and he just collected them like that. And I remember looking up that Mass Effect One, and it was I think I saw like the like standard edition bucks. or no oh, the, the the collectors like the okay. limited one, so the, the tin box and all that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I find this stuff pretty interesting. I mean, but. Yeah, Brian doesn't do that anymore, but I, I remember him doing it for a while. Like he's he's all digital now. I think he still buys some Blu-rays physically, but um, but yeah, games wise, he just buys them all digitally. So I kind of miss when he collected them though. Like for those of you guys cool. listening, like Brian used to be like super super anal on his uh, video game collecting. So like he would get not only like if it was Bioshock as an example, it couldn't be the Platinum Hits version. It couldn't be like a Game of the Year version or something like that. It'd have to be the original <laughs> as it shipped. <laughs> You know, 2007 release of Bioshock in mint condition, you know, or as, as good as possible. And it was cool, though. Like, in in some ways, I was like, man, that just seems like so much work for nothing. But at the same time, it was it was such a passion project for him. It was really cool to go over there. And sometimes, like, remember his entertainment center, how you would, like, pull the, the door or whatever off the side, and he'd have it on his games on one side, and then I think Blu-rays on another. I used to just go over there and just look at them sometimes. It was just cool. Yeah, his his collection had to be undoubtedly authentic. Yeah. yeah. So props to props to you, Brian, for that, man. Uh, getting nostalgic, actually thinking about that. But uh, so yeah, moving on. Uh, January twenty third, or I'm sorry, January twenty fourth. There uh, just yesterday there was a Waypoint article called "Modding Halo: A Community Tra- Tradition." Um, I'm not really going to cover this too much because Justin, as well as Brian and myself, have never really been modders or anything like that. We haven't done too much of that. But uh, just wanted to put this out there for those who wanted to check the article out. I, I skimmed through it. It's pretty cool. It just um, kind of takes a look at the past, present, um, and future of modding in Halo. And uh, there was one particular like Halo 2 video that someone that they had shared. And like, dude, it was insane seeing some of the stuff back in Halo 2. Like, I remember getting like people modding in multiplayer like i said it i think on the halo 5 retrospective but like i would spawn at the top of sanctuary falling and then some guy would be firing like rapid fire sniper bullet sniper bullets out of his uh sniper rifle and like i was just getting killed instantly before i even hit the 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 center base you know it was it was insane and stuff like i don't miss that stuff but i'm kind of nostalgic for it at the same time do you remember some of those yeah, like I brought up in that that that's uh, Halo Five retrospective too, like spawning on terminal, and just we're like, why? What's going on? And we just saw like a, a warthog literally flying, flying, not, not, not like it ramped up or anything like that, but like it started off like it was going downward, and then it went back upward, and it was like a roller coaster. <laughs> like, we're just Whoa! like, <laughs> yeah. I picture those guys from that one scene in uh, what is it, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, when they take the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yeah, if you guys want to check that out, uh, definitely, definitely hit up that article. There was some cool stuff in there for sure, especially for you guys who uh, in the community that like to mod and whatnot. Um, but the previous day, um, they had a Waypoint article called Bright Beginnings. And uh, they had some things in there that I've already kind of mentioned either in this podcast or in a previous one and stuff like that. But uh, a couple things is uh, they mentioned some of the Halo MCC PC flighting um, for, you know, just upcoming. I think, I think, Prime would know for sure, uh, but Halo Combat Evolved, I think, is their next one. Like they had, they released Reach on PC, and then they're going to be doing. I don't know if you know, but they're going to be doing a game by game basis, and kind of testing them out and stuff like that, which is kind of huge. Because I mean, I know you and I don't play too many PC games. 
like I'm I've always been more of a console gamer, but like it's huge. Like it is insanely huge. Cool. Um yeah. But uh so regarding playlist updates though, they said after launching Halo Reach, we've also kept a close eye on your feedback regarding its offerings and matchmaking. Our two most recent updates addressed a handful of hot topics, including adding a ranked Halo Reach Team Slayer playlist with DMR starts, which allowed us to increase the weighting of AR starts and social, and the remover of uh, I'm sorry, and the removal of Team Slayer on pennants in the Halo Reach Team Hardcore playlist. Not too much to glean from that, but I just, you know, like it is nice to have DMR starts in that because I kind of forget when I'm not playing it that game Halo Reach doesn't have a battle rifle, right? Like, unless I'm totally blanking, it doesn't have a battle rifle. You know, I have not played it in quite a while. It's on my list of, like, 40,000 games i got to catch up on. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, I beat it before to, you know, to really... I just want to point that out, but it's been a while since I don't like... Been a while since I could say I played Halo Reach. <laughs> That's the only words I know, so I'm glad you carried it through there. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, I, I, I prefer, like, AR you know starts like assault rifle oh, starts yeah, in any of those games like aside from like halo 2 I, when you start with the smg i know that's where they like introduced the dmr in, in that game and everything and <laughs> i love the dmr especially in halo 5 um yes. brian doesn't like it as much i think i can't remember why he said it. i can't remember if it's like bulky he's but. entitled to be wrong it's okay <laughs> right now brian I, he's listening to, i know he's smiling again oh my goodness no oh, it, it, it it is what it is it's uh you know there's something for everybody um but yeah Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there was no BR in that game. Yeah, I cannot think of it right now. So I'm almost certain there's no. It was just the DMR. But I love the DMR in that. But I when I went and I played multiplayer, and since it's come to the MCC, and like I realized I was having trouble closing on my kills, and it's because like I don't I don't think it's an issue with how it released on the MCC as opposed to just how Halo reaches on its own. But like it'd be one of those things where you have them down to no shield, and I'm still hitting them. But it's like those shots aren't doing enough damage to kind of like finish them off. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it, my reticle would still be red. My crosshair would still be red. And I was just like, I started getting frustrated. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I know obviously I can't play this like I play Halo 5. I can't play this like I play some of the other Halos. I have to play this as Halo Reach. But after a while, I got better at it. But uh, I love that. I love that there's going to be a more a bit more balanced uh, like assault rifle starts and social. Because sometimes it's just. It's fun when you don't want to get super competitive, but you still want to like push for the weapons. Like I don't like I, I think we'll, we'll kind of get into this later, but like I've never really been a big fan of BR starts, which I think most people are. I mean, how do you feel about that? I <clears throat> again, like my my favorite Halo Two. I'm sorry, my favorite Halo multiplayer was Halo Two for the longest time, and yeah, that's all we had was BR starts. You know, I I, I loved it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. I, I mean, you I, I get the prefer, love for like, it. Like, let me ask you this: If Halo Infinite for for their multiplayer, would you rather have them have BR starts or like assault rifle pistol? Assault rifle. Okay. Assault Why rifle. is that? No wrong answer because I completely agree. I just want to hear what your answer is on that. My opinion on Infinite and like I have no idea which way it's going to go, but I just feel like we need. Uh, and they've 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 shown that they're going for like uh, kind of. Uh, like that raspberry sound. Yes, thank you. Uh, they're going for uh, what's the word? So much of a, like a reboot, soft reboot, soft reboot, something like yeah. that. And you know, the, the initial trailer they showed like Chief's helmet fixed and being the old way, and his armor is the old way with little few things different here and there, like the mm-hmm. one one seven and all that. Which you guys had your opinion on already. Um, but I think you said it grew on you, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely has. I feel like I feel like what we need right now as Halo fans um, in general is just kind of a remix of all the good of all, all, all the all the hits. And I, I think that uh, Interesting. that would be in line with that. Like how so? Which way? Like, like give uh, me an example if you can. So, starting off, like I, I can kind of see it being more kind of Halo One like, like that that very first trailer they showed with uh, on the I think it was Delta Halo they were showing. Uh, it really gave me like Halo One level two vibes. You know, like you drive. Oh around yeah, the actual that. Halo mission itself. And just you think of that, or like, I think of that, and I think of you know the the assault rifle and yeah, assault rifle and pistol. You start, I think you start with the pistol, just the pistol, right? Think so. Yeah. Yep. Because I remember having to. I always take the banshees out. Yeah. Right as I'm trying to cross that bridge. <laughs> I yeah, try every, to. I try to every time. I do recall a few times going across that little bridge and then like you know trying to kill them and then every now and then they'll like they'll fly into me, uh, and <laughs> uh, you know kamikaze and all that and just I you know, I feel just dumb for you know letting it happen. You're like I will never tell anyone of this <laughs> until uh, you say it on a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone will know. But yeah, so you're kind of wanting like for the game itself overall, you're wanting like a greatest hits kind of version of like what worked best from all the Halos. Take what worked worked best and yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think yeah that, that that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, like we're kind of okay. We're kind of going off topic here, but I kind of like this actually. So, I mean, for me, I'm like. I don't mind. I, okay, if, if I could, if I could have Halo Infinite, if it had to be like any other of the previous Halos, I'd probably say, in terms of campaign, probably Halo Combat Evolved, just because of just how like open and varied the maps felt. Like yes. I feel like Halo Three did that, but I don't know. Halo One. I don't usually like being like the lone person, the lone hero in first-person shooters. I always like having some kind of sidekick, even if it's like Cortana. Where she's like, you know, in your ear, you know, and stuff like that in your head and whatnot. But Halo 3, you had like a couple people, you know, you had uh, Arbiter with you. And then if you're playing co-op, you had the other two elites um, and stuff like that. But like in Halo 1, it was just you. And I kind of, the way the story was just built, like I I got more out of it because of it. You know, it's, it, it's I'm, I'm contradicting myself here, but like, yeah. So, but at the multiplayer, I would want it to still be like an evolution of five. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I'm with you. It's one of those things. It's a mixed bag. Like, you know, I want it to be like an evolution. I really like Five's multiplayer and the gameplay and everything, but I also want that you know original Halo feel. You know, uh, what makes I, it feel? What's that original Halo feel for you personally? I'm I'm kind of like going in terms of say the the way the games used to play. I'm, I'm talking campaign wise. I, I'm okay. I'm kind of mixing everything together right now. It's no, you're kind good. Of a, um, emotional hodgepodge of you know multiplayer and you know, all the memories of, of that and yeah. That, that, and that's the thing. That's what they've got to work with. I can't. Uh, that's a really hard thing to undertake for all these people with all these different iterations and trying to get the best of you know what you know. Uh, so. For me, I I want like say like the level design for Infinite to be like Halo ones, to where I mean you know, again think of think of that second level of Halo one all that exploration like you know, there's like three places you have to go yeah for their Marines and uh, you you can do it in whatever order you want all while you're exploring this 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 land it was really fun on the war it kind of gave the illusion it was a lot more open than it actually is in a good way. I yeah, and, you know, 
I was thinking about Brian's gonna hate us for talking about this not Halo Five multiplayer because <laughs> he's <laughs> good. I'm sure he wants to be. In he's gonna this listen to this. And he's gonna be like, man, that's so cool. He's like, I just wanted to jump in so much. <laughs> yeah. So, but go ahead. What, what's on your mind, man? Um, I would. Uh, uh, oh, I. Uh, mm, oh no, Vaughn, you lost it. I had a thought and I lost it. <laughs> well, come if back. You come back if you, if you come back to it. You you let me know. But okay, no, uh, dude, I, I I hear you, man. Like, I, I kind of. Just, I was relishing in Brian's um, um, disappointment that he can't be here. Oh, yeah. I lost my thought. <laughs> I was just imagining him at home, just like oh, I wanted to say something, but I can't. Oh, it was just like, well, because that's ah. the position you've been in as a listener, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. And the same, same for me when uh, I've I've listened to a couple of the ones Brian's done. I'm like, ah, you know, I wanted to chime in so badly, and I'm like, ah, I'm around other people right now. They're gonna just think I'm talking to myself. So it's I can, I can actually relate to Brian right now because I'm gonna listen to this podcast later on and be like, that's what I was gonna say. Oh my god. it's gone it's gone forever it's gone forever (laughs) but yeah um yeah i hear you though i I want i want halo infinite's campaign to be very much its own thing but like if it like i said if it had to i want it to feel like halo combat evolved not not necessarily in terms of the story but just in terms of like oh how the level structure is go for it man backtracking i know i know the first game got a lot of like you know flack for that from reviewers yeah um i don't like reviewers for the most part. <laughs> Have you seen these people? They're the worst. Yeah. Well, some uh, of them I like, but you know, I mean, I know some of them. Uh, I guess I guess more more journalists in general. Review like reviewers, like YouTube reviewers. Reviewers can be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. But backtracking was really cool because you could see like the evolution of the game it felt like the world you were in you were you know the the world you were the the game you were playing the world you're in um had changed and you could see like the effect of everything really really neat to me that idea and i i get that like they're reusing old stuff and every uh, but you know what it 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 felt cool i I remember like on towards the end of uh halo one uh going there there was those like rooms that kind of like triangular hallways in a way uh, with the arrows, and I remember I at one point, betrayals. Yep. Yeah, you're going, so. in, in like the arrows are pointing the wrong way. Uh, at one point, you have to go that way. Just, just interesting yeah. stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it I, I just have, I, I, so many memories of that place. Uh, all, all, of, all of Halo One. I can remember all of it. Yeah. Because it was like three, three levels that were just reused like four times. Yep. It was great. No, that's a good point because uh, Brian and I have talked about this before, and I think that level is like my least, my one of my least favorites in the game. Yet at the same time, I still love playing it. Actually, now that I think about it, my least favorite would probably be Keys, which I think is Mission Nine. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like the nine. Like parts of it are cool, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I do like to, like now that you're talking about two betrayals. I'm kind of like I'm envisioning it, and I'm thinking I actually do really like that level because of that. Like all the doors, and, and you're going through the wrong yeah. ones, and yeah, I don't know. That actually is, kind and that, of... that's where there's a br- the bridge too, where there's like all the, uh, the 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 grunts and the turrets and stuff like that too. You got to like kind of. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same level. Yep, yep, yep. I, I gotta right. say the third level is my, I, I mm, that truth and reconciliation. You're talking yeah. about combat, okay? Yeah. This this podcast is about Halo Five multiplayer, by the way. <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, I love it. it's about all Halo. We can talk about any any okay. parts of Halo. I love it. Oh, but um, go, no, I, I did have one thing I wanted to say that I forgot about in the last podcast, the Halo Five retrospective. Sure, go for it, man. 
Um, it, it's Halo Five story. I'll, I'll get this out of the way. We can get back on topic. Uh, Good, go for it. There was something there that uh, I thought of after you know, afterward with you know court. Okay, so go back to like twenty. I think it was twenty fifteen. It came out, correct? Around this time, there was like some kind of uh, controversy. I, I knew people that wouldn't get the Xbox One because oh, the, the connect the government's spying on you, like conspiracy theories like that. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know the NSA prism tracking and all that stuff. Uh, and in this time, I think around then, Microsoft made Cortana um, kind of like the Windows version of Siri. Yep. And so you could have Cortana on all your computers and everything. And then in the game, they made her evil. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure somebody, some big wig at Microsoft came in there and just like, what the hell are you doing? You're fired. <laughs> She's a, trying to take over everything. You can't do this. Point. I remember when that point came up, like they were showing, I, I want to see it was at E3 and they're showing like Fable Legends. Remember when that was going to be a game that was going to be coming out and you could play the beta? <laughs> That's crazy. But um, I remember them showing, you could be like, hey Cortana, what time is it? Or hey Cortana, like <laughs> yeah. what, you know, what's my active quest or something? Like, I don't think it ever got that intuitive, but it, man, it seemed cool. Hey kids, remember Project Spark? Oh man, I didn't have an Xbox when that was relevant. Oh yeah. wow. It, I don't think it ever really got relevant. That's why they kind of canceled it. But yeah. oh, but okay. Uh, back on topic. Um, yeah. So moving on in that same uh, Waypoint article, they wanted to talk a bit about Halo Five, and uh, they said now that the Halo Five sustained team has had a chance to get settled back in at the studio, they've been able to outline a plan that should last until early March. Um, let's see. To summarize, we've combined the Super Fiesta and Husky Raid playlists into one Super Fiesta party playlist, moved to a single rotational slot in social, and we'll be rotating that social slot on a weekly basis. So this is kind of like after they already kind of mentioned, um, as they kind of go into 2020, they're going to be condensing some of the playlists in order to improve the player base, especially now that we're about to get infinite later this year. But um, So one of those, the upcoming calendar, I'm just going to kind of skim through this real quick. So January 23rd, that was just a couple days ago, they said the mode, uh, or the playlist, Rock and Rail rotates in for Shoddy Snipers. Uh, a week from that, so on the 30th, we're going to get a Combat Evolved Anniversary Throwback rotating in for Rock and Rail. Uh, on the same day, Warzone Turbo will go live for the weekend. February 3rd, double XP and doubles all month, which I know we're probably going to play because we haven't done doubles in a while, and I know we always like yeah. doing that. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, February 6th, uh, Mythic Rumble is going to replace uh, the default free-for-all in February. And uh, on the same day, Roman King will rotate in for the Combat Evolved Anniversary Throwback. On the 13th, Community Slayer rotates in for Roman King, as well as Warzone Assault going live for the weekend. On the 20th of February, Grip Ball will rotate in for Community Slayer. Uh, and then a week later, on the 27th, Action Sack will rotate in for Grip Ball. Warzone Turbo will go live for that weekend. Um, and March 5th, lastly... Um, the spring 2020 arena season will begin as well as halo 3's classic throwback playlist rotating in to ranked for march um so a couple things there like that's a lot for this game that's about to be five years old at the end of this year like it's it's still cool dude i gotta i gotta say just since you know this is we're gonna get into some halo 5 discussion here i actually went justin and i checked prior to uh, starting this to see where halo 5 is 
at the, on the list of like sort of Microsofts and Xbox like most played games, and out of in the top, it's in the top fifty still, and it ranks at uh, forty out of fifty. Now that might sound bad, however, just three above it at thirty seven is Gears of War five, hmm. which is pretty interesting to me because that game just came out late last year, so which is probably more. Uh, I, um, I think it's probably more of a, uh, uh, I don't know what the word for it is. It, it just probably says more about the game itself, I think. But I still think that's crazy. Halo 5 at 40 out of 50. I think that's pretty cool. And and two, I should say, I should add that uh, a lot of those games were single-player games, too. So that wasn't just all Xbox Live multiplayer stuff, oh, okay. which is crazy. So it's probably even higher up, but I just think that's pretty fascinating. Um They said, uh, as we look to evolve our support of Halo 5 this year, the team will also need to continue investigating ways to consolidate playlists. In February, this means we'll be converting the existing free-for-all playlist slot into our ranked rotational slot, which will start by featuring Mythic Rumble. Um, After the positive reception of Mythic Arena, we're hoping that this new uh, five-player free-for-all variant will be able to scratch that itch while also providing a fun and new competitive experience for you to sink your teeth into. Justin, uh, I didn't get to talk to you about this, uh, but Mythic Arena was like received super well. I know you got to play some of that with Brian. Uh, How was that? Give me your opinions on that. I played one match, and I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, but uh, for Brian... um, he he kind of felt like it was a like throwback like it felt like a, a bit of classic halo did you kind of have that vibe yeah i think it was a good mix between the two uh, what what things were disabled was a ground pound disabled spartan charge pretty much everything was disabled except um stabilize was still there i believe i think st- i think stabilize was still there and uh oh my gosh i'm totally blanking Maybe on everything I. almost everything oh uh, i think i think the one thing they had that I that I know for sure it was thrust. You can still use thrust, but it was a bit limited. Okay. So yeah, but okay. I I played a couple matches in that. I liked it. It just felt like constantly dying. There wasn't like an objective or or trying to get positional map control, and I kind of like that stuff. So it didn't vibe with me as much. But I know a lot of people really really liked it, and I'll make the, I'm going to ask you because Brian and I got into a very heavy discussion about this. <laughs> but do you feel like? Do you feel like at all, I guess, uh, let me rephrase that. What do you feel like the odds are for Halo Infinite that they're going to try to move back to a bit of classic multiplayer? <sighs> and by After, that I mean like no sprints, smaller maps, you know, things like, you know, midship size, like OG midship and stuff like that. Do you, do you see them going more into a Halo uh, 5 evolution or more of a classic? I think they're going to go more of a classic. I, I Oh, really? Because I, I think... Again, like them, that that reveal trailer showing Master Chief as you know the old helmet, this old style, and everything. I think that's a message um, across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> like you feel like it's pretty symbolic of, of yeah. more than just Chief himself. Yeah, I don't want to say it come out, you know, comes off like an apology in a sort of way for. You know, Halo Five. We all know Halo Five was not well received by the fans. Um, you know, campaign wise, yeah. Campaign wise, yeah. And it uh, and that initial trailer they had with you know again it had like one of those what what, what kind of game is this? You know, it kind of reminded me like of uh, Africa. I think it was the name of the game for PS3 back in the day. Like when you see the 
remember watching E3 years ago when they showed like this game that was like a safari, like you know, almost like a. I think you were taking pictures or something like that, but it, that's all. It, it kind of gave me that vibe, but, but with like animals I've never seen before, mm-hmm. and I didn't, you know. Eh. And then you find out it's Halo 5, and then it shows, oh, there's Master Chief's original helmet. Okay. Early Halo 2 kind of style helmet, I should say. Do you mean for Halo Infinite? Yeah, Halo Infinite. Oh, yeah, okay. that's I the gotcha. trailer I'm referring to if uh, I, gotcha. I lost anybody there. But yes, uh, I, again, I feel like that's kind of an across-the-board kind of thing. Uh, the, the soft reboots, you know, uh, they're going the soft reboot way. Because that, that, that is very popular right now. I mean, you know, Star Wars soft rebooted. Um, how, how many things have soft rebooted? You've got Jurassic now? Park, Ghostbusters yep. is going to be having it. Uh, yep. I think I think everything in a lot of ways, even even it's, Gears of War. It's I, in I, vogue. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, just, that's very accurate. But how do you feel as a player? Do you feel like, I mean, obviously playing like talking about it, playing it are two entirely different things. But for you personally, Justin, do you feel like you're going to be that'll be great? You'll be happy with that, or do you think a part of you would would actually the Halo Five Evolution? Yeah. All right. You know what? Here's the thing. You do a Halo 5 Evolution, you're going to make the Halo 5 crowd. You're going to make us, you know, we'll be happy with that. For sure. But we still love Halo, no matter what. We love Halo 1, 2, 3, Reach, all these Halos. How, Absolutely. How in the hell are we going to be upset if they go back and it plays like those? It's, I don't think that's going to be, you know, anything that anybody would be disappointed by. I think we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get over that pretty fast and not being, you know, the, the next evolution of Halo 5, which I don't even know what would what you could do. I think Halo 5, they nailed it um, between everything. I, I, I think the, it probably is the best route for them to go that direction where it, it's kind of like Mythic Arena a bit. Okay, that's interesting. I respect that, man, because I've always felt like, I feel like no matter what they do, there's going to be somebody upset about it. But... I don't know. I guess I could kind of see that. I mean, you make a good point. Like, I think if, I think if people, if if they did kind of go back with a more classic feel, I think there's definitely going to be, you know, how can some people just be upset? Like Brian himself, like he loves all of Halo, so for him is like that's going to be great. You know, he might miss some Halo Five stuff, but you can go and play Halo Five. You know, you can for that experience. So that's that's definitely a good plus, point. Plus, you're going back to like Spartan Two. You know. Hmm. So I can I can totally see that older ar- yeah it's older armor as well it doesn't it probably doesn't have this yeah abilities. I think it's like a bit of like I could be wrong on this but I think it's a bit of like a classic look with some new modern variations like I, I can't tell for sure I don't know uh, I I would say though one thing I do hope for that game if since they're changing the armor have something happen to the new armor you know like when when we went from Halo one and we started Halo two and he gets all these upgrades and they actually explain the upgrades it was that was just cool. Honestly, yeah, I completely agree. Have that stuff. That stuff is it, it gets you more into the game and into the character. You know, even though you don't see it until you die. How did you times. feel about Halo Fours? Like how she's just like I rewrote. All I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I thought that was um, don't take us away from the details. If hypothetically, us, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, that's 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 pretty much you know the gist of it. Like that that immerses us more into the story. You know, it's it's cool to have a lot of you know plot and lore and everything, but at the same time, let us get familiar with our character that we're going to be spending all this time with. Let us get more personal and attached to them. They have a change, 
show like, show us you know something that happens with that. We we like that stuff that it just gets us into it. Um, I, did Halo three? No three. No, they, they kept the same armor. Yeah, he had the same armor in three. And and by the way, I, I believe they said the um, the upgrade in armor from uh, three to four because Chief was sleeping in cryostasis the entire time was through like nanotechnology. Yeah, and that's just that's just I I gotta say that's a very poor explanation. Just just anything but that would have been nice like have him like upgrade his armor along the way that's what i personally felt like like if he had kept the same armor up until he got to infinity like he yes. gets linked up with all the the other people I, that would I make sense i feel like that would have been a great chance to say like hey a couple years have passed chief we got some new stuff you might want to try out perfectly Boom. put and then you're like, oh, I got this new armor. What does this do? And suddenly you can thrust. And suddenly, you know, it just would have been cool. But yeah, if hindsight's twenty twenty. If you started off with like just just playing just like you could in Halo Three and everything, and then then with that, that would have been such a cool introduction to the new the new things. Like you're saying that, like yeah, play like the first level or two just as you used to be in Halo Three with like none of those abilities. And then you get those abilities. That would that would definitely give a lot of people more appreciation for that. Yeah, I, I think I think so personally. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are totally content with uh, it being the way it is. And to be fair, I mean, we're saying this now in hindsight as opposed to yeah from the outset before Halo Four comes out, you know. But but yeah, I mean, I, and man, I I totally respect those opinions. Like some of those things, I feel a little bit differently. Like I if if okay if if they come if Halo Infinite comes out and it's got a classic type of multiplayer, I will still love it. It won't. I won't be like. Halo sucks. Halo's done. It's dead. <laughs> you know, I won't, I won't be. I won't be of that uh, group. But I will still play it. I will love it. You know. But man, I would definitely miss the Halo Five stuff. And I know I can go play Halo Five. But I would. I, I think I just. I would really love to see where they they take it. Because speaking of that, we're gonna get into uh, our main topic here, which I wanted to talk about is uh, Halo Five. We're almost five years into this game being out, and. Even though, however you feel about the campaign and stuff like that, at this point in time, in 2020, uh, the multiplayer seems like, for the most part, it was almost unanimously well-received. So, I think for everybody that I know, it's their favorite multiplayer, if not one of theirs. Justin, it's yours, I think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's definitely mine, and I know I can speak for Brian's when I'd say it's his. I think, if I had to guess nostalgically... Halo 2 or 3 would be some of our favorite multiplayers, but I think Halo, overall, Halo 5 is is it. And I, I just kind of wanted to pick your brain and kind of offer my own opinion as to why, at this point in time, we just we keep coming back to it. Like, you know, we just, like the other night, like you, Brian, and I got on and we played for a couple of hours. And we could, this is, this is what I mean, is it's like you have Halo Master Chief Collection that has every single, you know, mainline Halo with, uh, you know, multiplayer, except for Firefight and ODST, which I don't think we really need to count, right? But you can go on. We can go on there and we can play any one of those, but we choose to play Halo 5. Yet at the same time, we get so nostalgic for these old classic Bungie era Halos and we decide to play Halo 5. Why do you suppose that is personally for you? Well, two things come to mind. The first is that, I mean, we just, it, it's always been easier to play Halo 5. Um, I mean, even now that it's been fixed, you can get mm-hmm. into a match fairly quickly. With uh, the Master Chief Collection, that wasn't the case for years. Yeah. And so, rather than, 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 you know, so we still have that kind of negative association, like, oh, we got to play this, we got to wait. Even though that's not the case anymore, I, we still have that. 
Um, and the second thing is that I mean, Halo Five it just it just plays well. It, it feels good to play. Uh, it's fun to play, and they they really nailed that competitive aspect, and it really brings out the competitive uh, nature out of both of us. And again, like we, we've talked before about how working together is so much fun in that game, and how easy they make it to do. Um, I was actually just thinking, you know, um, as I was driving home yesterday, like of strategies we can use to like, you know, pin people to be ones and having lookouts and stuff like that. And oh, like, I what, love are, that. What, are, what are the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, most walked and, uh, uh, travel parts of maps that we can like kind of exploit, you know, set traps for mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, it, it just gets me in that mindset. I'm smiling so hard right now. I'm like, oh, I want to have this. We've got to talk yeah. about this a little uh, next time we get on the play. Yeah. But uh, nah, I feel the same way, man. I feel like I feel like it just brings out just it kind of forces you to communicate. Like it's weird for me. I just don't remember having that as much in the other Halos. I remember feeling competitive in, say, Halo 2 and 3. Like those were the other ones I played the most. Um, but I don't remember... I just don't remember ever trying to like call out like let's hey let's try it like on Valhalla let's try to take yeah. that that middle map middle part of the map let's try to hold that or let's try to go over here and like on high ground and let's try to let's let's push active camo or something you know I I just I don't remember doing a whole lot of that but in Halo Five because it's built around that you know the other team's gonna go like I think what part of it is is in that little intro it shows you know you'll see like the rocket and then you might see like the overshield and you're like yeah. okay let's go for this let's go for rocket you know that other team's going to be pushing for something because they're probably going to be thinking we're going to be doing that so then it's like it just creates this like thing where you don't know for sure if they're doing it but you i feel like it's a safe assumption right it just kind of creates that situation so i don't know i i mean like let's let's look back for a second like halo 1 you i know you and i didn't really when we got into Halo, we didn't have Xbox Live. We didn't have the internet. Just wasn't really what it what it is now, right? So we didn't play. <laughs> like I don't think you, did you play Halo PC? Um, I think I may have at a friend's house one time. Okay, but you didn't play. Basically, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, you didn't play most of your Halo Combat Evolved. Like your Halo Combat Evolved multiplayer experience wasn't until the MCC, right? Online. Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you talking about like online? Yeah, I probably worded that wrong, but I just mean like, like for me personally, I didn't really play a whole lot of Halo Combat Evolves multiplayer until I honestly got the MCC. I never really yeah. messed with it too too much. So. Yeah, I think I may have played one match on PC, and I remember using the flamethrower, and and that's it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that's all I can recall from that. And then I I I, I was never a big Halo One multiplayer guy. Um, again, because they didn't have Xbox Live uh, when that came out, uh, and it wasn't even Xbox Live enabled. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until two. Well, why? Why for you? Do you, oh, do you feel like now if you played it, like if if Brian was hosting a LAN party and we all went to it, and he was like, you know what, we're gonna play Halo Combat of all. That's gonna be our game. How would that make you feel? And if it's not that good, why? Um, f- uh, I gotta say first that uh, Brian do that. And um, I would enjoy that very much. Yeah, I mean, I still think it'd be fun. I guess for me, I like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the minority sometimes of people who like I just don't gel with Halo's com- uh, Combat Evolves multiplayer too too much. I just like it's more fun to me than it is competitive. 
like I can see back in the day when there wasn't any other Halos and you had only that one to go off on. Why that was so addicting for people with LAN parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like I'm so far removed from that now that the rose tinted glasses uh, are kind of off. And it's just, it wasn't mm-hmm. as fun for me. Like you, you know, it always comes down to the pistol. And when a warthog bumps, <laughs> like if you're trying to pick me up in the warthog and you just yeah. bump into my butt cheeks, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're going to hear that. Ah! I, I get I get exactly where you're coming from now. Um, it, it, it really is a bit more of a nostalgic thing for people that played it at that time. Mm-hmm. For for us, there's better choices to play, and I don't think it's the best multiplayer by, by any means. I think uh, personally, and I, and I know the people that played it originally will strongly and you know vehemently disagree, but uh, I think it was probably one of the the, the least. Um, trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid the word worst, uh, least, uh, least fun experiences, uh, multiplayer wise. That's fair. I mean, that's pretty much, that's more or less how I feel like it's somewhere around there. I don't, it'd be between that and Halo 4 for me, but, yeah. uh, but I feel like I, I, I wanted to throw in too. The reason I say that is because it really wasn't designed so much for multiplayer the way the other ones were. This was, it was something that was tacked on. And the, the the play style was more accustomed to just playing by yourself in a single player campaign, and then they threw it on afterwards. Which is interesting, isn't it? Because I feel like I think Gears of War did that as well, where they didn't have too much development time on the multiplayer. I, th- and I thought they did. I could be wrong, but I know in some other games there's been examples of where it was a tacked on kind of thing, and it turned out to be a big deal. You know, like, oh, please finish your point. No, that's pretty much it. Go ahead. It's funny you bring up Gears of War in line with this because maybe that could be a you know a similar um, you know you can you know draw a line between these two, you know Halo One and Gears of War One because I remember playing Gears of War One's online and the you know the way it used to be was it was four v four and there was I think two or three rounds yeah and if you won. Uh, both rounds, then you won the game. Yeah, two out of three. Two yeah. out of three. And if you died, that that was it. You just watched your teammates. That was it. And then you went into like a, a death lobby. And it, the the best thing in the world <laughs> was I, I, th- that's the way I wish it was. Now I don't like respawns and gears. Well, that's I. I mean, it's still there. I like it, we mostly play team deathmatch now because it seems like that's where the player base goes. But like you're talking about. Like execution and Warzone, I, we always played execution where you had to be up close to kill them to finish them off. Unless yeah. they had been downed, like I think two times already, and then the third one they would just like and just kind of float away, basically. Yeah. But, uh, well, in Gears of War One, there, the uh, Gears of War One though, there was no respawning until they released the Annex game mode, correct. which was like yep. King of the Hill, and and I, 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 there was something about like. You know, you, you die and you have to watch your teammate, or you're the last person against like two or three people, and you know everybody's watching you, and it's, you know, so rewarding if you can. I I remember there was one match on Raven Down where, I, you know, yeah, I see that smile. <laughs> there was one match on Raven Down where you were in the center of the map. Everybody, your entire team was dead. I had just died. And you had your shotgun out, and they started coming at you one by one. All these locusts just like coming at you, and you killed the first one. And I just hear ah, oh, 
and I hear the second one, and it's just the, you know, just cussing. And the third one, you do like that slap shot, just be in the melee, and you just, Pew! guys all over the place. And he's just like, God! <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and then it's just like, I'm just thinking to myself, is he going to pull this off? Is he going to do a 1v4 and just obliterate their entire team? And then, like, like, there's, like, a guy trash talking, just, like, just cussing up a storm. And the last guy comes out. And you do the same thing. And you get that kill. And I just lost it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's funny is you, both you and Brian now have talked up my multiplayer skills so much and so highly that I feel like whenever I do play with somebody in the community, I'm just going to absolutely blow it. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate that a lot, man. Um, and you know what's funny is that actually made me think. I appreciate that uh, that whole trip down nostalgia <laughs> yep. lane, by the way, because man, that's so much fun thinking about that. But uh, that actually reminds me of Breakout. Like I don't, I double check. Yeah. Unless I'm missing it, that is not in any of the playlists. Like they must have taken that whole mode out when I just was not playing Halo Five at some point, like way before, way prior to us doing this podcast and everything, because that. That was like their version. I think the closest Halo's ever been to your teammate dies, or I'm sorry, you die. You have to watch your teammates now, you know. And like, yeah. I think the concept was cool. Something about it just didn't gel as well. But like, it's they're two entirely different games. But like, right? It was a cool idea. We played a good amount of it, you know, early on, especially. I think like it was it was still fun to play. But you know, I um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I go to Halo Two and. Sometimes, like, I feel like Halo 2 is fantastic multiplayer, but at the same time, a small part of me can't help but feel like maybe I'm just, I'm still wearing rose-tinted glasses with mm. that, because I have so much nostalgia attached to it. Because when I went back and played it in the MCC, it's like, it's quiet. Like, the levels just feel quiet. I don't, I don't yeah, know how to, no, that, I, that makes I sense. Get, I get, yeah, but, like, yeah. they feel quiet, and, like, it's, it's a lot more slow-paced. Like, not as slow as Halo 1. But it's it's still kind of got this slow pace to it. But yeah, it's so satisfying when you have the BR starts in that, right? Like yeah. just I, I'm thinking about like playing on terminal and doing uh, one flag CTF. You know, like that's a great <laughs> great mode. Yeah. Uh, you're doing um you know four v four arena slayer on uh, midship. You know, just uh, ivory tower and you're trying to hold the top of the base where the sniper rifle spawns, and then underneath you got that rocket down there. You know, and stuff like that. And it's like, do you take the top? Do you try to hold the bottom? And then there's an overshield on that one, uh, the, the steps going up. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I when I think about that, I'm like, I really love it. But when I go back and play it, I'm, I almost kind of want to go back and play Halo 3 or Halo 5. Like, uh, what, what is Halo 2 for you now? Multiplayer. Um, Halo 2. Well, real quick, let me go back and, like, one of the... And, and, uh, Sure. That that point between the the gears and uh, Halo One, gears one, Halo One, and is that like if they, uh, you know, gears was to redo what I liked about Halo One, uh, you know, it would be different now because they've you know people the, the fan base now probably wouldn't like it as much. Uh, Are you talking be, about like the execution mode and stuff? Well, yeah, being that it was like there was no response, you had to watch and everything. And, yeah, and that was a great point with Breakout as well. I forgot all about that. It was exactly like that. Yeah. And that was their version of that. They really pushed that 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 mode too when it when it came out, and I was really really excited uh, to do that. Um, it was fun, but maybe it'll be back sometime. Uh, so Halo Two, what what, what was your? Uh, can you rephrase that question again or just, reset it? Yeah, sure. It just how, what's Halo Two like for you now? It, it, Multiplayer you know, again. <laughs> the, the way you say it, you know, it's kind of like uh, 
I feel kind of the same way uh, as we do about Halo 1, that's multiplayer. Uh, of course, there was some amazing maps and there were some amazing times and everything. Uh, however, it does feel a bit slow. It, it, it is, and it's at some point, um, some people may have noticed this, some people may have like subconsciously noticed it, but never consciously kind of, you know, made the connection mm-hmm. with the, uh, the reticule is, or the crosshairs. They went from the lower part of the screen, and I, can't, I think it was maybe four. I think maybe four did it, or possibly Reacher four, where they made it the center of the screen, and so it feels like you see a lot more of the the sky in Halo oh, two. Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, it's, it's like in the top thirty percent of of the actual screen. It's it's like yeah. So okay. Uh, or, is it is this still a fun? I'm sorry, for the you? bottom thirty percent. Yeah. Okay, it, okay, it's it's a uh, it's at the top of the bottom thirty percent. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be clear too, uh, as we're discussing this stuff, like all these all Halo multiplayer is is fun to some level, you know, on whatever level it is. Oh yeah, like, I have so many good nostalgic memories. Halo Two is definitely up there in terms of multiplayer. I love it. When I say I don't enjoy it as much now, so many years have passed, and 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 so many different games have come out and modes just just like movies you know and how they used to have slower pacing back in the day and now they're faster and quicker you know games are kind of the same way so i mean i still love that i guess i'm just looking at it as if i was playing it for the first time now you know it just wouldn't be as fun but uh back in thinking back in like 2000 i think six five or late 2005 or early 2006 when i got xbox live and started playing halo 2 uh online that was amazing Amazing. I wouldn't have been saying oh, the God. stuff I am now. Yeah. Like, There'll never be another game better. I'd be like, Halo 3, <laughs> only Halo 3, baby. Yep. So, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still, like, I still love it. Like, I mean, for what it's worth, I think Halo 2 has my favorite big team battle maps, like Coagulation. I, I prefer that uh. over Blood Gulch. You know, I, pr- I love Coagulation. I love Terminal, Zanzibar. I love um headlong like even waterworks which that was the one that has is it this uh, uh, we, we do we do this i feel like every episode is this stalactites or stalagmites what are the ones on the ceiling it's one of them it's one of them i got a 50 50 shot i'm gonna say stalactites. yeah <laughs> but yeah you know how you can shoot them and they would come down and stuff yeah like that. that was like, cool yeah i mean it was never really anniversary that, yeah yeah well no even in the original in the waterworks one like you could actually shoot oh those. That, that was the only level i think that actually had some kind of interactive stuff that i'm that i can think of interesting so but I, I just I have so many fond memories of that. But like, like I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like I feel like Halo Two and Five are very much, uh, very similar in terms of their competitiveness. Like if I had to pick a Halo that Three Four Three was trying to pull a little bit of inspiration from when designing Halo 5's multiplayer, it was probably Halo 2's. You know, in terms of the arena getting because they did want to get back to basics yeah. with that. But it just feels a. Uh, I, I guess I really love how much faster. Uh, it flows in Halo 5. Like if you, I think Brian said this or somebody else said it and I, I do feel like they made a good point. If you take away all the Spartan abilities, then the maps are like almost a little too big. But like the maps are sort of big now to accommodate for all the the, the, the sprinting and the, yeah. the extra movements and all that. But I like it at the same time because there's something like really satisfying about just missing, you know, uh, a jump and clambering at the last second and realizing oh, I made it like it's satisfying. But all right, man. Uh, what about Halo Three? Because I have to say, for me personally, 
Halo 3 is my second favorite multiplayer. Like I have the I have the most nostalgia in 2 and 3, but I love 3's multiplayer. Yeah. Chat I'd me love, up about that. I love 3's multiplayer. I think the common complaint about it is it feels too floaty. Like the gravity is a little bit too um moonwalky, you know. Uh that being the biggest complaint. Uh I I I loved you, you know let me put it like this. Uh, a lot of people complain about abilities and everything, but it really is an evolution from the equipment. And I'm, I think it was I think it was X to use equipment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was reload then? Was it the right? It was like the right, yeah, right bumper. bumper. Yep. If you had dual wielding, yeah. I, I think that was a great. That was that was good. Now Brian himself, and uh, obviously. Obviously, Brian's not here to sort of defend his opinion on this, which I completely respect. But I think we're of the same opinion that, like, we both loved equipment, correct? Like, I personally I, loved it. I also, um, yeah, I, I like that he's not here to uh, defend himself. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brian hates babies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like Michael Scott right now. Inside joke. I'd love to be a part of some, one someday. But uh, uh, no, but I mean, how did you feel about equipment, man? No, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he loves babies. Equipment uh, was great. I loved uh, I, there was there was nothing like uh, say a ghost is coming at you and you threw threw down that uh, um, electric sparkly. What the hell was it called? Oh, the power drainer. The I power drainer. Always, I would always scream out, "Go go power drainer!" <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> oh, I'm cringing right now thinking about that. That was yeah. great. No, it was it was all good, man. It was a, it was a good time. I, oh, I, I love that stuff. Uh, that, yeah, you had that. You had the bubble shield. You had the trip mine. Okay, you, know, you had a regen. The trip mine was criminally underrated and underused, but there really was. Thank you. There was never too many good opportunities to use it. But when it was there, it was the best. Like, say you're like, I, I saw a video of uh, somebody being charged by a warthog, and then last second he just throws down that trip mine and just boom, gets like a triple kill. I think he died too, but. Worth it, man. So satisfying. So awesome. You know, just just laying traps in games in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Got to diverge real quick, but we'll bring it back in like less than 20 seconds. Far Cry Instincts Predator, the demo on Xbox 360, one of the first demos you and I played, multiplayer demo. There was a bridge in the middle of the map, and I would just get, I think it was like remote control or remote uh, remote detonated pipe bombs and wait for people, uh, uh, you know, two one on an ATV. And as soon as they come across, just kick. Boom! And just Boom. I'm blind. Yeah. Love, love the aspect of trapping people or tricking them like that. And like you know, it would just be in the middle of the, the bridge. They'd expect it. You put it at like the the, the, the very uh, start of your bridge. So as they're coming over, just just getting as much air as you can. Love that stuff. So the trip mines in Halo Three, th- that was awesome. Like that. What what other equipment was there in Halo Three? Yeah, regen, and you had yes. bubble shield. Bubble. Okay, let's go back to bubble shield real quick. Um. Bubble Shield was effing amazing. Yeah. Okay, if you guys go back to the Halo 3 trailer, um, not the initial like, trailer, but y- yeah, you know, the um, the, the Starry Night trailer. Yeah. Uh, and that that was one of that... Uh, Halo... I think Brian, <laughs> Brian said something about um, Halo 5's mar- marketing being, you know, just about the best or one of the best. And just, just thinking about this trailer... You know, Master Chief looking up and there's the shotgun and, you know, I think it was maybe the shotgun or the assault rifle, but he puts it on his back. That's the first time you get to see, like, him attach it to his back. Mm-hmm. Everything. That was awesome. Uh, and then seeing him run and then he throws that grenade in the ground 
and just and just the the the, the giant uh, storm of uh, whatever you know. I think it was a wraith or something. Sky. Yeah, yeah, and just surviving that, running and just jumping off a cliff and just kicking something. Do a pile of brutes. Oh my god! So the bubble shield right from there was set up so perfectly to be just you know. Can I say badass? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, it was so badass. Uh, and using it in the game wasn't as cool, but it was, you know, it wasn't as cool as, like, because I think it was, like, a grenade in that commercial. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, the, the overall effect was cool. It would have been cool to just... The armor ability, actually, is, like, kind of the animation... I, I yeah, think like the, the arm. I think it's the armor lock one, where it's almost, it almost looked as similar. Yeah, is that like, throwing that... Because you didn't have that Halo trailer. 3 where he actually, like... Physically throws it down. You just have he, he, he just, just he pops just, up. He just like magic. He just drops this little like tripod. <laughs> like Warp Davis and 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 then the, what, what's that movie? That medieval movie? I'm totally. Oh my Will- god! I'm Willow. Willow. Yeah, and he's like, behold, you know, and it just bam. There's a bubble shield there. So like, no. I, 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 real quick, I have not seen yeah. that movie, but I hear Disney. It's getting Disney Plus for a sequel. I would love that, but uh, yeah, I would love that personally. I love Warp <laughs> Davis too. Yeah, and it had a uh, Val Kilmer in it, which is great. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I I love the bubble shield. I feel like yes, I feel like it created uh, it was another risk reward type system that got implemented. It didn't like like if you if someone's got that bubble shield and they're in it, do I go in or do I stay out? You know, if I stay out and I'm waiting for this dude to come out or wait for that to like dissipate, I'm very vulnerable. Some other teammate of his may come and pick me off. However, if I run into it, he's sitting there waiting with a shotgun. You know. I'm going to mm-hmm. probably eat it, you know, unless I can stick them and take them out too or something like that. And it was just interesting. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm just, no, no, no. I go just, ahead. I, just, I love I how much remember. is coming up out of this. Go. Yeah. I just, I just remember there was so many matches where like the, the risk reward thing you're talking about came into play and I would take the chance and I had, if I had a sticky, I would go in there and I would stick the guy and then I would back out to the outside. He's in the inside of the bubble shield, not realizing he's he coming after you. Out. He's coming after you, but he doesn't get to me in time. And the explosion happens in the inside of the bubble shield. So yes. That was, oh, it was so satisfying. Oh. Yes. The one I liked the least probably was the regen. Just because it was frustrating. But, you know, like if you're if, uh, if you're if you're sitting there, I think it was like Epitaph. Or maybe I'm thinking of a yes. different map. Epita- um, was it Epitaph? Or is it Epitaph? I could be wrong. Yeah, you might be right. But but I, I there know. was one. I, I might not even have the, the wrong name of it. Yeah, the incorrect one. But anyway, there was one where like. You'd set the regen down, and I would be standing there like, oh, ain't gonna get me now. And then I would have two of them shooting at me at the same time, and it would just clean my shield. It would just cleave it, and I would die still. But then I'd see other people use it. They just always utilized it better than me. I was never very good with utilizing it. So, also, but I could see its uses. Flare. I think it's probably another oh, yes. one that was kind yep. of uh, that. Eh. That and the radar jammer. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was that one. Wow, they had several. Several more than I initially thought of. But yeah, Radar Jammer didn't like unless we were playing on Narrows. It just confused everything oh, and everybody. Oh, Narrows is a great map, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Narrows. <laughs> I want to play Halo 3 now. I know. <laughs> and, uh, and then you had yeah the Flare. Those two I didn't really like as much. But I, again, they still had some uses. Like the guys get, if dude's got rockets, you throw that Flare up. Might blind you, but it's going to blind him too. So I don't know. Some of them I feel like it, it, it worked and other ones it didn't. But man, I kind of like kind of bummed out they just kind of really took those away for the most part you know like I, that's the thing is it, it's always been that other intangible thing you know in their system and they've always tried to do new things like halo 4 had 
you know, the ordnance drops and it would have like, you could have um, the heat vision and things like that. And then you could have in the Halo 5, you know, we got thrust and uh, clamber and all these other things. So there, it feels like there's always been that additional like fourth element. But I loved some of the ones in Halo 3 for its first time. But yeah, getting back to topic at hand, like when I go back and play Halo 3, I still love playing it. The only thing I don't like is how the. Uh, the collision detection it feels terrible using like a battle rifle and trying to oh, hit somebody and yeah. your crosshair is on them but you're not hitting it's taking forever to finish them off same way in halo reach and i i have the same issue and it's it's frustrating but again some favorite maps in that high ground valhalla you know come to mind narrows like we said uh, just so many so many good maps in that but um let's talk about let's say halo reach man you know we, we kind of talked a little bit about this earlier i feel like but you know for me I wasn't really playing games as much at that time. I was with my first girlfriend at the time. And when I did play it and did play some of the multiplayer, and even now, I can see that it's fun, but it doesn't grab me at all as much as the other ones. But I think that's more of a personal thing. Like, I think it's more so just because I experienced the other ones. Well, what is it? How is Halo Reach for you multiplayer-wise? Um, Multiplayer-wise... I, I really didn't enjoy it too much, honestly. Um, I, I think I, I was I, I found the DMR favorable, um, but yeah, o- overall, I just I I think it was maybe just me more in general. I was just kind of like kind of uh, c- kind of falling out of gaming at that point and trying to get back in a little bit. Brian was definitely trying to get me back in. Um, and I think he's mentioned like the just entire. Just I think I'm done. <laughs> find a way to pull me back in. <laughs> so so that so like the answer to your question i really can't give a great definite answer on that because mm-hmm. i just didn't have a ton of uh i wasn't into it yeah well totally fair totally fair i mean it's it's one of my least played but not by choice necessarily it's just it's like you i just video games weren't my focus at the time it was mostly relevant right and this is the thing now too is that when it came to mcc i was like so ready to dive into that multiplayer and i did but then after the first couple days i was like this is making me i was like you know what this is this is fun but you know what i'm really wanting to go back and play halo 5 i'm like i'm really missing how the dmr flows in that i'm like i'm really missing the pistol in that i'm really i just started missing halo 5's multiplayer and it just brought me I, I i think at this point it could be because it's new but it, i just it feels like home for multiplayer i don't know but okay you, before we oh go ahead you want to say something i just had a thought just like I, I have kind of a business business sense and not you know i'm just thinking they have such a great opportunity with um to get the original crowd back with halo infinite because you know you and i have fell out of games for a bit and we've gotten back into it mm-hmm. i feel like there's a good span of time maybe like a, a 10 year period where people between their you know their high school years and but their 20s basically where they're trying to like figure stuff out and get their life sorted um start you know possibly start family you know find find that right one and once they have all that stuff done they're just annoyed of all their you know everything it's like okay what can i get back and you know like everything's all set they've got everything accomplished that they need to in their life um and you know to, to a degree they're they're farther along and they have got you know more stuff figured out. There's a lot of people like that, and they're yeah, they're looking to you know find some something to 
you know, nostalgic to get their past, you know, get back into the old things. And people that had that love for Halo One and Two and Three, and they they're they're they've probably been gone for a bit, and they're looking to get back into it. Halo Infinite's probably the best uh, best thing. I think it's going to be a good connection for that, especially if they go like the classic way. Yeah. No, uh, that's a good point. I mean, I, I think reintroduction. I should say. Yeah. We're all getting we're all getting older. Like I'm in my early 30s. You guys are you and Brian are in your late 20s, if I'm not mistaken. So, like. It's it's just it's getting to the point where you know like you see when we were younger we had we were, the games we were playing all the time were like Gears of War it was Halo you know and and we just we were sinking hours upon hours nights upon mm-hmm. nights you know you know just and we fell into that whole one more match mentality and stuff yeah. like that and trying not to pass out and all that kind of stuff whereas now you know people that were our age then now are playing like Fortnite and you know uh, Siege and uh, so many other different games, you know, and, and like destiny, you have the, the mm-hmm. shared world ex- or whatever it's called. Uh, I'm totally blanking on that term Instance. right now, but nah, just the, uh, Oh my God, it's that shared world experience or something. I'm totally blanking on it. I'm going to think about it after. <laughs> and I'm like, that was it. Why can't I say that? But, um, the MMO, more or less like the, the MMO lights, you know, like the destinies, the anthems. Gotcha. Although, yeah. Stuff like that. But, um, you have all that now, and we're just older. It's a little bit past us. Like we want to play those. We want to be into them, and we maybe play some to an extent. But you know, we just don't have as much time. Our, our lives are different now. So how do you? I, I mean, obviously for us, I, I feel like it's it's safe to assume. I know I'm going to be playing Halo Infinite launch. Prime oh, yeah. will be. I'm sure you will be. But like for the other people who have maybe who are a little bit older or who are around our age, but have just since gotten out of gaming for whatever reason, you know, it be. How do you find a way to pull those people back in? retain the people that have been there the whole time but then also bring in new people it's this trifecta it's like how do you pull that off it's got to be tough you know i i don't, gotta be. i think it's a bit more simple than that because you know the halo 5 players we're we're gonna we're, we're people that have stuck around are definitely gonna still be there they're gonna get infinite no matter what Good you point. know totally fair uh point. but the, the people that have left because it's, it's changed too much mm-hmm. they they're gonna you know, look at that. Like, say, if they, they really promote that the right way and, like, hey, this is the Halo you you remember that you know and love uh, or loved, um, it's back. I think that's going to get that crowd back in, too. Yeah. I think, I think you're going to, like, they, you know, it may, may seem like they're going back a bit and they're taking a step backward, but at the same time, business-wise, I, I think that's probably the best choice. Well, I, I get it. I mean... I definitely see what you're saying because, like, in one sense, that's what they were pretty much trying to do with Master Chief Collection, and then initially mm-hmm. out of the gate, it flopped hard. I don't feel like it's unfair to say it was the worst launch in gaming history. It really, I, know? I, I can't think of anything else that could compare. Yeah, fortunately, it, it just kind of went that way. But and, and now in 2020, you know, it works perfect. You can go on, you can play any of the classic Halos, which is amazing. So grateful for that. But yeah, I mean. If they try to do that with a, a more modern, a new Halo, and kind of go back to, uh, hey, remember what you love? Like, you know, this is this is what we were trying to do with this one. I mean, Brian said, too, because uh, I think I think Late Night Gaming was the one who uh, put that thought in his head. So I, I, I think those are the two who deserve credit for it. But I think 343 is definitely on a point where they feel more comfortable. Uh, it's not verbatim, but it's something about how they, they feel a lot more comfortable now where to, to make a Halo game that feels like Halo that feels similar to like what we know as opposed to trying to evolve it necessarily and, and make yeah. it its own thing. Like I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I see it's more or less what it's at. And I feel like Halo four 
was where they tried to do their own thing. And it's just weird to me when I look at Halo 4. I'm not trying to poo-poo on that one. But like when I look at Halo 4, it's so weird to me because it has an identity crisis. It had out the gate. It had the loadouts. I mean, granted, Halo Reach introduced some of that stuff. Like, yeah, Brian said this before. That's totally fair. However, I feel like Halo 4 took it in a completely different direction making it feel like Call of Duty with the ordnance drops. That was just a weird thing to me. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just hard to picture that in Halo, but it had it. And I got to ask you, because I was not there. Like, I got into gaming, I think, like, I was out for a good year or two, and, and you let me borrow this, I remember. You let me borrow Halo 4. Huh. You know? What a nice and, guy. <laughs> you are, man. So, it was it was cool. and But at the same time, I didn't really play the multiplayer when I borrowed it. It wasn't until before Master Chief Collection was coming out that we would go over to Brian's and we would play some of the Halo 4 multiplayer that I got my first real experience with it. Now, for you, did you... This is something I've been wanting to ask you. Did you play Halo 4's multiplayer a lot at launch? Did you play yeah. it with people? What was it like for you? What were your first impressions? Uh, where do you feel about it now? My first impressions... Uh, I can't remember what the name of the map. It was kind of like an inside and outside type of map i th- i think there was jet packs in halo 4 wasn't there there wasn't reach so yeah uh, i think so i don't know it it, it had like gravelets outside I, I can't really like i can't remember what it was it wasn't haven or anything like that but uh haven's so good i really was that was a great map uh my first impressions was like i was really i really dug the way the game felt it felt really it felt really good to me the shooting mechanic, you know, everything, it seemed, it seemed really well done to me. Uh, I played it for, I don't know how long I played it before I stopped. Um, you know, you know, a month or so. uh, Did you and Brian get to play that at all together or not really? Cause I know not really, I have to say guys, uh, for those, for those on record, I just got to deviate real quick. When Brian gets a game, he's been waiting for for a long time. He goes completely off grid. The only way you see him on grid <laughs> is his Xbox Live status, okay? When Fallout 4 came out, Brian played that game from, like, release up until, like, the next day into the dinner time. Like, it, it felt, I'm probably wrong, but it felt like he played that near almost 24 hours. And I'm, I know I'm wrong, but it was, like, a long period of time, and I got worried. I was like, Brian, <laughs> are you okay, man? Because, like, just was constantly on that, and not in a way that, like, he's on standby, he's got a... He's, pressing pause like i would see his level increasing and when halo <laughs> comes out brian i'm gonna tell you uh, for everyone listening and i mean this as a supreme comp uh compliment because i i struggle with it myself brian will sit there and play a story and he will just power through it until the end because mm-hmm. for him consuming the story is the most important part which i totally respect for me and i think you're a little bit similar justin and tell me if you're wrong or tell me if i'm wrong uh i like to play a bit of it like maybe an hour or two's worth of like a story, let's say for Halo, and then I like to stop, maybe get something to eat, think about it, let it gestate, let it let it sink in, simmer, and then maybe go play some multiplayer with you or somebody else, you know, and then go back to it another day. Whereas Brian loves to just consume it. So like when Halo Infinite comes out, unless we're all playing co-op, I'm not gonna see Brian for like a good day or two. Mm-hmm. He's gonna play that campaign two or three times, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. It's awesome that he does that. Like he's so he's so so good with that. Whereas I just I can't do that. I'm, it's maybe it's my attention span. But um, when Halo Three came out, he I, I I got to the point where you get the um the the Prowler. I think is what it the the, the brute. Yeah, the Prowler. I think it's the what chopper. It's the chopper. Yes. Okay. 
And uh, I got to there, I played a little bit of that mission, and then I was like, all right, I've been up for a long time. I'm about to pass out. I pass out. Brian stayed up until it was completely finished. Yep. Br- Brian finished the fight. Yeah. <laughs> he did. That's a really good way of putting it, too. But with Halo 4, just to circle back around, like I feel like... Uh, I can tell it's good. I know there's people out there that love that multiplayer. There were things in there that no other Halo's done that I think th- that I thought was pretty cool, like the thermal vision and stuff like that. That was new, oh, and I that forgot was about fun. That. Yeah, I mean, I remember using that a lot for sniping, and, and for some reason, that, out of all Halos, was my best uh, sniping experience. Like, I was very good in what little time I played that in. And plus, uh, um, I don't know. It was just, I actually got to play, I didn't really, I haven't really ever played Halo Reach a lot with friends. Um, but Halo 4, I remember getting to play with you guys a decent chunk. Like my, I didn't really play Halo 4's multiplayer by myself too much, and uh, what I did play was not really my thing, but I still respect it. So that being said, you know, it's not something I don't, I wouldn't ever want another Halo game to really base its foundation off of Halo 4. But I, again, I still respect um, what that is. But yeah. Uh, so let's see. I think the only other one to really talk about, uh, unless I'm forgetting, is Halo Five. Like to just to bring it back. Like I love Halo Five so much. Um, overall, I love it, and I, I recognize its flaws, but its multiplayer is my favorite. Like the only gripes I have with the multiplayer is some of the map designs feel a little too copy paste of UNSC. I've said that before. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the graphics nowadays look a little bit more plastic. Uh, plasticky than they kind of looked like at launch, but that's a complete subjective opinion. Um, but dude, it just feels good. You know, I feel like this is the one game. When I come back to it, the reason why is because I feel I feel like even though you're far away, here's what it is. Best way I can put this: even though you're sitting over there and I'm over here, when we play that game, I feel like we're so linked mentally. <laughs> yeah, we get on the same page, and it's just when you have those moments of you come back or you get you get a very close victory or you feel like maybe you're struggling out the gate and we're not doing very well. And then suddenly we just find our group in that match, you know, just midway into it. And then even if we lose, like we just find that groove and it's just so satisfying in a way I do not get with other halos. Like, and again, they're all great halos. I love them all. I wouldn't be loving halo fives multiplayer if it weren't for the ones that came before. But for me personally, I mean, that's, it's that teamwork aspect, you know? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna present a question here. Okay. Okay. Say someone wants you to sell them on Halo Five multiplayer. Um, they're say they've only played like Halo Two and Three. How would you sell it to them? Do you okay? I would just ask them pretty much. Do you like Halo Two and Three's multiplayer? And when they say yes, I would say, well, imagine that. But then having the whole arena team aspect of that intensified and turned up to 10, you know, like improved, you know, like, do you like communing with teammates, uh, communicating? Do you, do you wish you could have done that, you know, more in those games? Um, this game really like really incentivizes you to do it. You know, it, it, it has, you feel more rewarded because of it, you know? So like, I feel like Halo, okay. Halo two and three more Halo two, I think had, that teamwork dynamic you know mm-hmm. you had mlg teams calling out like this is like on midship this is pink two or pink one or blah 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 you know all these different names that people were coming up with on their own whereas halo 5 is like we're gonna do that for you 
So it says it just above the motion sensor. On top of that, you know, if you're someone who is antisocial, like I can be at times, <laughs> uh, you know, and you're shy and you don't want to play with other people um, or you don't want to communicate, you can, you will still hear their Spartans say things like, you know, a Spartan in blue, uh, say something like a man in blue sneaky or something like that, you know, and you're like, if you know what that is, you know where they are then, you know, even though no real players communicating to you, like there's still those things, there's still those elements there. What's up? Were you going to say something? Yeah. You, uh, I, are you finished with your point? More or less. I mean, I keep going, but yeah, I want to hear you, man. I definitely want to well, hear what you have to say. I, I just, there is a big problem with, um, with Halo in multiplayer. And you know, one thing that I really severely missed from the Halo 2 and even the Halo 3 days, I think Halo 3 did it really well. It didn't used to be just speaking with your team. Halo 2 days, you would have like everybody. You could hear your enemies talking, everything. Uh, Do you mean in multiplayer? In multiplayer, yeah. Oh, like, are you talking about like proximity? Yeah, like proximity, proximity with Halo Three had okay. that, so like you, you can hear your enemy, like, and there it, 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 you know, trash talk was a, I think, a legitimate way to get inside someone's head, and it really got you into the into the game, and you know, if you got mad, you lost basically. But I, I it, there was it was a lot more competitive in in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Halo 5 is a lot more legitimately competitive. It used to be, I think, around Halo 4, there, there was a lot of uh, a lot of controversy uh, around these times with, uh, you know, like anti-Semitic or racist, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. um, with trash talk just across all games. But I remember, like, news reports where they just showcased Halo in general. And Microsoft has done a great job with parental controls and limiting who you know uh, who you can talk to if you if you're worried about your kids and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah pr- sure. probably the best out of anybody. I think they've done with parental controls. Not for sure, because like uh, even though like, um, I enjoy trash talk, admittedly, like oh, I yeah. hate when the talks get that bad. I'm I'm not I'm not sure if it, we you know today we, we enjoy it as much, but it'd be cool to see that come out. But the thing is, nobody does it anymore because. I mean, party chat. Party that's chat. really what it is. I think, I mean, yeah. I feel like party chat, it was something we all wanted, but it effectively killed social communication with people you don't know. It really you know? did. It just kind of like, kind of boxed in and created this sort of gatekeep sort of system where, you know, if you don't, like if there is proximity chat, well, you don't have to worry about that now. You don't have to worry about people hearing you if they're above you sneaking and you don't know because boom, party chat. You know, but then at the same time, what about those people who maybe don't have friends and they're playing those games to make some friends and teammates and communicate with them? They they want to find that. You know what I mean? They want to find that in the game with other people. You know, it, it kind of, you know, it's a bummer in that way. But you know, like you said, like trash talking was just super bad at one point. Like in I'd say like around like 2009 ish. Like it was just I felt like it hit its peak especially, and it it just got super bad with like some of the language that was being said. So Microsoft, you're totally right. They have done such a good job with like parental controls and then the options and the just the 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 systems implemented in there to kind of like negate some of that stuff. But if you take some of the the really bad severe trash talk out, like I love just trash talking my opponents and staying in the the post game lobbies and. Uh, 
you know, like where you'd start teabagging one another. Like that's pretty much what it comes down to now is like you kill somebody and if you're like really mad or you really want to egg them on, you just teabag as fast as possible. Like those poor Spartan knees. Oh my goodness. My knees in real life pop and crack every time. And I do that sometimes when I'm in a bookstore and everyone can hear it like a quarter of a mile wide. Like it's insane. So I can just imagine my Spartan doing that and just. But uh, they should have Master Chief's knees crack. And then yeah. campaign. <laughs> yeah, and it gives away like the grunt turns around. Like, what? Oh man, he's like, I gotta get that fixed, you know. Uh, but yeah, all, all, all the young kids listening to this right now, like, can't relate. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely hear you on that stuff. I, I, I miss a lot of that. Like, you're right. I think you hit the nail on the head. Halo 5's communication is effectively. It done on sort of a technical level, like they did very it professional. right. Yeah, very yeah. professionally done. Like they did it right. It, they they make you want to go in and actually communicate with people. They make you want to unite together and defeat the other team. You know, because it. Excuse me. Even with the ranking system, like you rise together and you fall together. You don't really do as well. You know, if your teammate, uh, as far as I still know, I think it's still the same as it was early on, where. If you do really well, but your team doesn't, and you guys all lose, even though you maybe your KD was positive and you were the best player on the team, your rank is still going to go down. So, like, it really enforces that team play. However, you kind of miss the other aspect of like wanting to go into, uh, like, being more incentivized to to chat with these other people and sometimes have that initial trash talk before a game because it, you know, it, it it really kind of like spice things up. And I can remember times I got super mad and I played terribly because of it. I can remember other times getting taunted and overcoming it, you know, and beating this other person and, and feeling so satisfied and, and rubbing it in, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, that, that stuff's kind of gone. Um, I don't know. I think that's more of a, at least with Halo, I think that's more of a Microsoft thing. Like, because I think, wasn't there, Justin? I, I <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a Call of Duty game that I actually like you you couldn't voice chat or I'm sorry you couldn't party chat? Wasn't there something like that? Really? I, I, that, I, I don't know. I could. Well, you be know, wrong. if that's true, it'd be really cool if they say, for example, we mentioned clans. If clans came back to Halo Infinite, that would be amazing. Uh, it'd be cool if there was just a clan playlist where your clan could match up with another clan, and party chat was not allowed. That yeah. would be something really cool to me. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I. I like that. I, I, I miss that kind of stuff. The only reason uh, I'm definitely of the, the group of people, I think, which is pretty much everyone now, who, since Party Chat's there, I'm going to use it. I'm not going to really going to, I'm not going to use Game Chat too much. However, games like Sea of Thieves really reward you for doing it, you know, and they create that, again, risk versus reward because Sea of Thieves does the same thing with proximity. Like, if they're oh. close to you, they can hear you. So. Sometimes it's good to not have that, but then other times it's like, but that adds to the fun if they know what you're doing, you know? What if they had like a proximity party chat feature? Like you can enable proximity with party chat. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying I don't to think know. of some way like you can, I, I know that's like going. You want to balance. Ex- right. Exactly. Like it's, it's yeah. kind of like defeating the purpose just a little bit, but at the same time, like it's such a good element. People need to be less, they, they, they got to get out of their bubble just a little bit less and, uh, it's so rewarding, especially like you know, like saying Sea of Thieves and everything, playing that and being able to contact other players and everything. They, yeah. uh. I mean, I like I'm a perfect example of needing to get out of my own bubble with that stuff because when I want to play Halo Five multiplayer on my own, what are you, dude? I'm not using a mic. I'm you, not using a mic. I'm like, 
I don't want to talk to this person I don't know, you know, and then like, yeah. what a, you know, I, I, well, what's up? Oh, it was, it's the thing though. If you do do that, I said, do do, if you do do that, then <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Uh, if, if you, if you do that, then, uh, Jesus, then, um, I gotta say this before I forget my point. Uh, uh, you're constantly asking everybody, Mike, you got a mic? Who's got a mic here? My name is Mike. All right, cool. <laughs> that's such a dad joke. Oh my god, Dawson. that's such that's a dad joke. If I ever heard one, oh my god, I love it. But no, that's I mean that's true. I, I usually usually hear somebody in there go, "Anybody got a mic?" And then he doesn't talk the rest of the time. I'm like, in my head when that happens, I'm like, I do not want to be that guy because then I feel like I'm trying to do stand up and tell a joke and nobody laughs and everyone heard me, but no one laughs and I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna just want to go hide forever i now, would just like luke on octo so <laughs> i would <laughs> just i would just start telling people go plug your mic in just people do do, do that i said do do now but uh <laughs> oh how the roles are reverse reversal but uh yeah i mean no oh getting back on subject yeah i mean i hear you like i would definitely love like i'll put it this way if halo infinite decide if they decide we're gonna make it so you cannot party chat I'm like, you know what? This is for the best. This is good. Let's do this. I'm actually going to be more excited about that because it's going to force me to you. Like, if if, mm-hmm. if I want to play with you and Brian, I know that our fourth teammate, whoever this random person might be, we're going to have to communicate with them. And you know what? We should. We should. We rightly should. We shouldn't be in the party chat. And now that as I'm talking to you about this, I'm like, <laughs> we need to stop doing that. We yeah. need to just go in. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I think that's a good thing about coming back just to circle back around to this topic before we get into some listener uh, questions and answers and stuff like that. Uh, I, I feel like Halo 5 has really done a great job of hitting every stride I think they wanted to. Like, I think, obviously, Breakout wasn't received as well as they were probably hoping because they did really push it, but I like the concept. I think Warzone, you know, the only reason it's probably not more successful is probably because battle royale took off right after like this was a mm-hmm. new type of big team battle with a lot of different players and the rec systems and the ai as well like it was just it was a very ambitious idea it's very fun to play a lot of people love it but battle royale just took off right after this game came out you know but at the same time when i look at the arena multiplayer the core multiplayer it is more sweaty which you know just means more competitive. It's, it's it forces you to be competitive, but there are social aspects. You know you can definitely go into the social games and the custom games browser and stuff like that. There's those options, but as someone who likes to be competitive but still have fun, I really get that out of Halo Five, and it reminds me of parts I like about past Halos, but like in this in this new way. Like, does that make sense? You know, it's just like I, I don't I don't play Halo 5's multiplayer and feel like it's a remix. Like it's a greatest right. hits of of the other ones, but I still I feel like it. They, for all intents and purposes, I feel like three four three really improved upon a lot of the elements that were there. They like Bungie never really intentionally tried to make these multiplayers MLG focused or esports focused. You know, they right. just made the multiplayers and tried to make them fun. And by all accounts, they were. But then you get to Halo Five, and they really start wanting to push the esports stuff. So I feel like three four three 
took those elements of Halo 2's, the sort of casual and fun parts, and they were like, okay, we're going to take this, but we're going to make it, we're going to, how can we make this more competitive? How can we make this feel more intense? It does feel like there are, like, if you compare Halo 2 to Halo 5 in, uh, in, in, you know, some senses, uh, I feel like they're, I feel like they analyze a lot of stuff with Halo 2, and they made it so, they designed it so there's more, more frequent um, and satisfying firefights like, between, you know, you and, and, and opponents. Like, I feel like a lot of Halo 2, unless it was on, like, Sanctuary, like, that small map, yeah. I feel like there was just a lot of, like, running around and just, you know, time kind of, like, wasted just navigating the map. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes down to Sprint. I think it really does. Like, yeah. As much as I know there's, like, it's so divisive with Sprint, the community, but, like, that's partly why I love Sprint in the sense of how Halo 5 did it, because it does feel slow in Halo 2. Yet Halo 2, Halo 2 feels like very competitive in its multiplayer, but it feels slow navigating the map. Yeah. But then when you get in Halo 5, I actually love how the movement feels, like even the base speed, because if I do sprint, there's the risk and reward versus that. If my shields are down, do I try to sprint away from this dude and potentially put myself in more harm's way? Or do I stay here? Like, I'm creating... Like, it just creates all these different scenarios of how you want to, like, do things and play. And I, I, I... Overall, that's what I love about it. I love that it just... It makes me think more. You know? It makes my brain... It stimulates me more as a player. It makes me want to interact with my friends more. Like, you know, for those listening, like, the other night, as an example, you know... uh Brian and, and Justin and I all played together and Brian and Justin got into some some like subjects that weren't related to Halo or the multiplayer that we were playing, which was totally fine. I was I'm still in that frame of mind where I'm like, I just wanna play and be competitive and stuff like that. Now it didn't bother me, but at the same time, it just it it in a weird way, it still just makes you want to talk. Like it just mm-hmm. it, even Halo in general, I mean it just makes you it brings friends together. It makes you want to play together and have all these zany, funny moments and stuff like that. But like with, I don't know. Overall, I just I love how much it makes me think. I love how much it, it challenges me. How much it makes me want to be better. I remember looking up tips and tricks videos online. I was like, how can I improve my? And, and the biggest thing always came down to is my mentality. I realized at the source of it all. Like if I improve, you know, if I let myself get worked up over a kill, I'm gonna do bad the next respawn. If I just take a deep breath, I'm gonna do better. If I just assess you know what I'm doing wrong. If I go and watch some of my saved films, you know, it's going to improve how I play. And granted, I understand that not every player is like that, but for me, that's what Halo five made me into. You know, I I didn't do that as much before. So just going to switch it over to you. You know, I mean, that's pretty much why I keep coming back to it is because, you know, when I get on and play with with you, Brian and, and, and you know, Jeff and some other people, like it just, it's satisfying. It's satisfying. And I love, how much we we get on that same wavelength and we click it's yeah. it's i don't get that as much with the other halos so totally i mean halo 3 was more kind of just ramp you know running around rambling and having fun i i, I feel like there was more emphasis on just having fun and, and you know trash talk with the uh halo 2 and uh and 3 like I, I kind of made up for the you know the slow times really like you know mm-hmm. you're just kind of running around the map and you know trying to find enemies and stuff like that you know, just talking and the trash talk and everything kind of, you know, it was the peanut butter between the bread there. Um, the, uh, for those of you that like uh, peanut butter sandwiches, um, I'm sorry if, if you have uh, peanut allergies. Uh, that's that's your problem. Uh, 
but yeah. I mean, what's no. really bringing it? just just to summarize? I mean, what's what's really if you if you had to pinpoint it, what's what at this point in twenty twenty, Justin, makes you want to still play Halo Five? Because for those, I, I well, I'm not going to be available to to play after. But Justin, he asked me in the morning uh, prior to doing this. He was like, "Do you want to play some Halo?" And I was, I was like, "Man, I'd love to," you know. And and Brian actually asked me uh, yesterday. I think I think he asked me yesterday, and I wasn't available to either. But like, still actually, trying to get on Halo as much as possible. Actually, uh, you asked me. Uh, actually. Um, uh, man, it's, it's just, yeah, like pretty much everything you just said with, you know, being on that save wavelength, clicking the synergy between uh, all of us, uh, is great. Um, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's just fun. I mean, uh, it's less like casual fun and it's more competitive fun because the fun for me comes from like pulling a comeback you know or or like just doing terrible and playing better or getting like like when we when you and i have gotten a specific area on the map and we we're just controlling that specific section and we know they're trying to get up there and they we we just shut them down every time that feels so satisfying <laughs> because you you feel like you're actually better than the other people you know and, and we and, are better and, people <laughs> but you know what I mean though like yeah, right no, it's just you. like you actually feel like you're thinking smart it just feels like so self-affirming I don't know how to explain it like it just it hits so much for me and I, I love it man it, but, uh, there, there's something you know it's a special feeling in games when you have an idea of like alright I got a feeling and you're just kind of going off of a whim and it works and it it's just I'm not sure if it's just you know stroking your ego or uh, it, 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 it's just nice when a feeling comes together and works out sometimes better than you would envisioned. And I feel like that happens uh, quite. It, it's like um, getting uh, getting two nade kills in a row. It's like you just kind of like crouching behind a you know an entrance. Like I had this the other day playing on. Uh, oh my gosh, what is that map? Uh, the one where. Uh, uh, it's kind of a market in Halo Five. Plaza. Plaza. Yeah, we're playing on Plaza, and there's you know where the, the SMG spawn is. Yep. So I'm kind of waiting around by there, and they're coming through. I see like a grenade. Or I'm sorry. I see uh you know the the, the motion sensor. Motion sensor. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And I th- I, threw, I threw a grenade. Um, bounced it off the ground. The guy comes through and just get that headshot right there. Then another guy comes through. He's either, there's another you know player on my team just kind of distracting them they're running towards them for some reason and i just do it again and get like, just two nade kills in a row and it's just, just something just told me like go go hide right here for 10 seconds and i did and it paid off and like when you get those moments and just about anything though but uh, uh, it's so good so, so good. good you know what one last thing too the sound the sound in that game when oh, you get a when you throw a frag grenade at somebody and it actually connects and it takes down their shield it makes that noise it is ultra satisfying to me especially when that person is way out like if i fling a freaking grenade like across the map and i i i still take some dude shields down like it actually lands by somebody hits them it still makes that sound and i'm like oh he's in trouble over there you know, like it's satisfying it's a, it's just these little notifications and and, and things that are just like stimulating my brain you know i don't i don't know but overall i overall i love it there's little improvements i think to be to be made if i was like being super like analytical and critical and stuff like that but 
it's it's great, man. Uh, you know, and you know what? If if just to wrap this part up, if it if Halo Infinite goes into a more classic style, that's okay. I, I feel like they're gonna do well with it because you know what? They tried to evolve Halo Five in a new direction. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm sorry. They 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 tried to evolve basically Halo Four and all the previous ones, and that's mm-hmm. what we got with Halo Five. And I feel like they did so well. So I feel like if they are gonna try to do a classic multiplayer. They're going to nail that, too. And they're going to find a, made a, a way to make it work where I might eat my own words and say, you know what? Screw an evolution of Halo 5. I want this every time, like, for every subsequent Halo game. So, but, oh, man. Justin, I feel like when we get to that, uh, they, they start getting those flight slash betas out. I know we're going to be trying to participate in those, man. I want to be Big there for time. that. Big yeah. time. I'm, I haven't been getting too psyched for Halo Infinite. Um, I've been kind of reserved for a bit. Uh, but I'm starting, you know, just just listening to this podcast is just getting me. I'm 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 starting to feel it. Um, no matter what they do, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it unless they do something you know crazy like make it third person or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, are we wrapped up with this uh, this section? Yeah, pretty much. I was just, just right. getting your final thoughts. I mean, really, because because I feel the same way. I, going going into Halo Infinite, like. I prefer an evolution of Halo Five, but I'm just so open minded. Mm-hmm. So much time has passed. You know, they've they've learned a lot from their mistakes, and they're trying to do the best job they can. And and they always do. Again, I I thought again Halo Four felt really good, and you know pretty tight and everything. Halo Five just felt very tight, it was just very well done and everything. I I feel like they're they kind of nailed their their gameplay. Maybe not so much the. Uh, you know the outside things like you know the, whether you have a problem with ordnance drops or you know abilities and stuff like that but they they i think they nailed the core gameplay mechanics and you know the, that's definitely that's a good point that's know. definitely fair because i'm a little harsh on halo 4's multiplayer out of all of them i think and so that's a very good point because it did still feel fun to play definitely so okay so can i offer a correction on something from last episode sure <laughs> Go. all right um, I, I listened to the last podcast we did on the Halo 5 retrospective, and towards the end, I bring up uh, uh, this story kind of comes up about Best Buy and the Elite Controller and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, our good friend Brian, um, uh, how things turned out was that he, you know, gave me his controller because you know he's he's a good guy like that, uh, and apparently I just look pathetic. Uh, correction, the correction, you weren't there. Correction was that. Uh, <laughs> just got that continue man <laughs> the correction here is that he said that best buy literally bet me over they did not literally bet me <laughs> over they figuratively bet me over um uh, my butt is fine all right continuing on all right so oh my gosh um yeah okay so brian posted this question just the other day uh halo uh, and he posted this on the Twitter, by the way. If you guys are ever interested in checking out the questions and stuff like that, we get super active. You know, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time or you've listened to a couple episodes, you didn't know we have a Twitter, um, definitely check us out at Sacred Icon Halo. It's so much fun. Brian asks great, great questions. And it's great to see how many of you offer differing opinions. Like, I've learned so much because of that. But this one he asked, he said, Halo is engaging in ways few other franchises are. It's a deep, I'm sorry, it's a dive head first into an exhilarating campaign fueled by compelling characters and a long journey of addicting multiplayer. What is it about Halo's multiplayers that keeps you coming back? And which game has held you the longest? So I got a couple answers here I picked from, and uh, we're going to go through these. Uh, so Simon at Sierra Lima 824 said, Halo in general just feels good to play, and slaying in multiplayer is a big part of that. 
I think I have the most hours in Halo 4 simply because it's the Halo that I think I'm best at. I picked this one because I actually really like, I, I like that answer. You know, like Halo 4 is for me my least favorite multiplayer, but like for a lot of people, again, a lot of people really loved it. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, feel, I feel like overall, you know, it's almost like Halo 4. You tell me if you disagree, but Halo 4, we're, we're going to get a Star Wars reference in here finally, but <laughs> Halo 4 is like the prequels of Star Wars overall, where I a lot agree. of people for a long time. I know I love, I freaking love the prequels. However, general mass audience, like general consensus is Halo 4's, at least multiplayer, was one of the worst, I think. So, whereas like a lot of people consider it in terms of Star Wars for a long time, the prequels were the worst. So, I like this because it's an unpopular opinion, and I, I think that's great. Like, I think a lot of people, like, I when I played Halo 4, I felt good at it. You know, it made me feel yeah. good. Yeah. Like, they did do good with that. Definitely, definitely. So, great, great answer, Simon. Um, I, I, I go gotta say, too, like, uh, I mean, if people are having, like, a little bit of, like, trouble following along with, like, the prequels um, vibe of that, because it is a sequel to Halo 3 and everything. I mean, it, it's something about the vibe, um, as it was what we're referring to with that. It has, it has it has like a pretty cool vibe, and I don't know why. I really can't pinpoint why like the Halo Four has that. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't follow chronologically, but yeah, I, I, I when you said that, I totally agree with that. I, I can't even tell you why. So just, yeah, I just feel like it, it's just kind of like the underdog in a way. It's kind of like the one most. It's got good things about it, but it's not as respected as some of the other ones. You know? Yeah, I got so. And and again, I freaking love the prequels, but I can recognize it introduced uh, some new things. It did, you know, it took some risks here and there, that sort of thing. Um, but ultimately, didn't pay off for the majority. Yeah. Um, let's see, Gion, I, I might mispronounce this. I might pronounce mispronounce some of the names, and I, I apologize, everyone. So, uh, Giorno Giovanna at JL Foreman JRACTN said, "Halo Combat Evolved." I used to have my friends bring their Xbox over to my house to do local area network multiplayer, especially on Friday nights. I'll get my mom. I'd get my mom to order us pizza, and we'd game for hours. Ah, good times and lasting memories, dude. Yes. Now we had this with Halo Two. It's yeah. I think Halo Two more so, but oh my goodness, man. I mean, I had this. Uh, now I'm gonna eventually. There's gonna be a time when I tell this long story of my how how all my experience with Halo multiplayer kicked off it's gonna be a long story and justin's a big part of that too because he came into it but i gotta say yes dude i mean that's that's a huge deal for me that's really when i think of halo i just imagine the halo 2 soundtrack and i think of just being at my my friend's houses playing halo multiplayer staying up as long as we can trying to fit in one more match and trash talking one another while we just eat and stuff our faces on junk food and pizza and soda and there's just cans everywhere and you're just oh my uh, god how does it make you feel just thinking about that justin i, f- I feel oh just warm feelings man it was the that was back when you could like eat all that crap and not gain 20 pounds man oh that was the best oh god <laughs> right. oh uh hey oh remember game fuel halo 3 game fuel yes. dude oh Dude, in my head, this is gonna sound ridiculous. In my head, whenever like they've done the Call of Duty game fuel or any other ones, like even though I know it's the same flavor, it doesn't taste the same. It's not oh my Halo God. Three hype. It's not Halo Three release hype game fuel. Dude, you know? that that was the flavor of Halo Three hype, and I 100 percent agree with you there. It just does not taste the same. <laughs> to me, it's a different product completely. I don't even touch the stuff. If they just brought back those Halo Three cans or just had like Halo Infinite game fuel or something like that. Yes, I might even I, I might start drinking Mountain Dew again and just regular soda. 
Um, I hear oh you. Oh my god. I hear you absolutely. Give me Ryan that sweet, stop, sweet sugary poison. <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> you know what? Too. That's an, uh, one one little thing I wanted to say. I, I didn't mention before, but like this made me think of it. You know when. When Halo after Halo Five came out, there's been times that Brian had hosted LAN parties where we brought either a couple of our TVs or he had a couple extra TVs, and we set up and we played Halo Five. However, it doesn't seem like, unfortunately, a lot of people have really gotten to do a lot of like LAN parties with Halo Five being in the same room because you have to have the TVs. Like the whole split screen aspect is not there, and that's something that like I feel like. I don't feel like in this day and age, like that, you know, it was really too big of an issue for some, but for others, it was still a big issue. And for Halo Infinite, we know that they're going to have split screen. I, I think they've more or less said, confirmed that, you know, but like that's going to be exciting again, I think, to really do LAN parties, you know, because yeah. I, I think in my head, like if, if we were to do another LAN party, I would actually want to play Halo 5 in the competitive sense. But we usually typically played we played Halo Two, Halo Three, and with little bits of uh, the other ones. But yeah. I, anyway, uh, anything else you want to say with that one? Because uh, I thought that was that was such a good one. Nah, I think we're pretty good on that one. It, yeah. yeah, I agree. With so you. nostalgic. Uh, uh, gonna have to tell that story sometime because it. Oh, you know, that's an episode in of itself. What? I, I, so actually, I do have something to add. Uh, sure. The first LAN party I ever went to was, I think, at your uh, your friend. Uh, was it Paul? The Paul? Yep. I think it was Paul's house. That yeah. was the first LAN party I went to, and that was shout am- out to Paul. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. uh, oh god, what what kind of pizza did we get? Uh, probably Papa John's. That, uh, I remember having a lot of Papa John's in my high school times. <laughs> Bowling and, and just and Halos. And yeah. I don't really have Papa John's now, but yeah. Oh. But uh, for, for yeah. some reason, I just envisioned Little Caesars, even though we didn't have Little Caesars Probably, at that time. It could have been Little Caesars. I don't, I don't know. No, I think they went out of business, at least in our area, for a long time. And they finally came back, came and back. they were super cheap. Huh. God, I love Little Caesars, man. Uh, I'm, I'm so used. I associate that with Halo now because every time I'm going to Brian's, I'm usually getting a Little Caesars pizza. He's like, every time he's like, I bet you would. <laughs> I'm gonna tell that story sometime too. Another inside joke. So <laughs> there many, you go. So many today. Oh, I love it. Uh, miss you, Brian. Uh, okay, so this next one is by uh, Sal Salerno at Halo Fan for Life. He said, Impossible to say which held me the longest as I played each multiplayer from Halo 3, Reach, Halo 4, and Halo 5 all the way through. I didn't get into um, MO, I think he means multiplayer, until the, tel- tel- uh, I'm sorry, until the tail end of Halo 2, though thoroughly enjoyed the campaigns of Combat Evolved in Halo 2. What keeps me coming back? Competition, camaraderie, accommodations uh, i love this answer too because pretty much more or less we already summed that up but just the camaraderie i feel with you and, and brian and like especially that beta night it was just so satisfying we fell into the synergy like we didn't go into it necessarily like that's the thing dude we didn't go into that beta literally like okay we're gonna play this super competitive we're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna call out we're gonna do all this stuff we literally just fell into this rhythm organically uh, yeah and it was probably the most amazing multiplayer experience i probably had just in general in terms of like synergy with with with, with a team like it was incredible like i've had great experience across like all kinds of multiplayer games over the years but that was very unique very very unique uh, anything you want to say on that you know, I feel like that if we actually like just ourselves individually just went in and studied, you know, just some strategy and we worked on that together. But we studied like, you know, the memorized the the names of all the places that yeah. 
were around, you know, like uh, it, it, pinky pinky removal, whatever, you know, all, all that yeah. stuff. We wouldn't memorize that so that like as soon as we said that, we knew what was going on and we knew which direction people were going. Yep. Uh, I, I and we we had strategies to like double team and all. It just I feel like we would do so amazingly well to like you know just not just double team but like you know together but like at different positions like they're there they're looking this way we got two people like I I, I just ah it it just gets me in the mood for that stuff you know the, the, man I gotta run uh, errands after this and you're just making me want to cancel everything and put cancel everything I love it <laughs> cancel everything I love it uh, I agree though I agree though there's definitely ways to improve. For sure, and and that's what's exciting is we want to, and I think there's so many different unique ways of doing that and that. So, and again, for those that you know, I didn't mention this, but for those that just do not like Halo Five's multiplayer, I totally understand and respect that. I know I feel most of us feel completely uh, the opposite, but your opinion is just as valid because there's been so many great Halo multiplayers. Uh, moving on though, uh, Gary at Gary the Neutral says Halo Three is easily. The amount of maps, the amount of weapons and vehicles, the new forge and theater modes, file sharing, and getting to play with many custom Spartans and elites. Uh, he also said Halo 2 was great and made online console gaming famous, but Halo 3 had so much content and ways to share. I definitely, definitely get that. The very first thing I did in Halo 3 was jumped in Forge. I played it with Eric for a little bit. Okay. And that was a lot of fun, but I loved some of the maps on there. Like, the pit is a great map. Um... You know, it's just got, it's got so many, so, like, I mean, some of the DLC ones were kind of hit and miss for me, but a lot of the base maps I actually personally enjoyed. Like, Valhalla is probably my favorite map of all Halo maps, if I had to honestly get down to it. I just, I love that. Yeah. Whether it's, it's, like, it, it definitely is not a good 4v4 type map, but, like, oh, no. even then, I would still probably love to play on that. High Ground as well. High Ground is, you and I just played so much of that. I was actually so. going to say just the words... High ground earlier, just just because you can imagine so many hey there, scenarios. Welcome to the Halo uh, Secret Icon Halo ASMR channel. High ground. High ground. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh man, thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely get it. And you know, having the uh, the different uh, Spartans and different elites. Uh, we've said this before. I really hope they bring elites back for multiplayer. I just think that'd be so cool. Would love it. So, but yeah, uh, next one is. At, uh, I'm sorry, Patman Gaming at the Patman Gaming. He said, Halo 5 kept me the longest, but just how different Halo feels mainly with its uh, TTK and focus on skill and teamwork while also having casual options to enjoy when you don't want to sweat is what keeps me coming back. That's more or less, I think, the opinion we're of. Um, I definitely feel that way. I feel like, you know, it, it is very, it's probably the most sweaty multiplayer, which I don't know if you've heard that term before, Justin. That's something I kind of learned more recently, but like, yeah. When a game's multiplayer is referred to as sweaty, it's just it's ultra competitive, very competitive. But like, I don't feel that way with the other ones as much. I feel this way with Halo Five, but it does have options if I just want to go goof around. It's got a custom games browser and everything. So, uh, anything you want to say on that? I mean, I feel like we kind of already summed up Halo no, Five. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I learned the term sweaty from you, so uh, that's all I gotta add to that. So. <laughs> uh, just name this episode "Sweaty." Uh, Cold Dreyer. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. At Cole D117 said, For me, it's because by and large, Halo's arena multiplayer has always been very fair. All players are exposed to the same tools in each match, and the only advantage a player can bring with them is their level of mechanical and technical skill, which typically determines the match outcome. Couldn't agree more, man. Uh, I feel the same way, and that's why I like it. You know, I mean, I don't get, I just don't get it. Like the closest thing. 
that the closest game or multiplayer experience that has ever dethroned Halo for me was the original Gears of War. And I think all the Gears of War are great. However, I've just not never gotten the same experience. Like four was probably close because we spent a lot of time in that. But like it's just, you know, there's not a I, I could be wrong on this. I just feel like a lot of multiplayer games haven't really designed their experiences as much for getting the power weapons, trying to get positional control and things like that. And I think Halo was where I first got that experience. And I just didn't know it back when I played it, you know, in the early Bungie days. I didn't really understand that this is why I like it. This is why I want to keep playing, you know. But I was also young. I didn't really realize, like, you should probably go for that sword because the other team's going to get it. And if they get it, they're going to have a huge advantage, mm-hmm. you know. But now that I'm older and I get that stuff, I-, I love that. I love it for that reason, you know. Like, there's a one-map regret on Halo 5, I think. Or maybe it's Eden. I- yeah, I think it's – I don't know. I can't remember. But there's the overshield underneath, and everyone rushes for that. And if you get that overshield, you feel feel like you got a little bit of an advantage. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Halo Codex at Halo Codex said – what kept me coming back was that it's the best experience for an, for a first-person shooter easily. Halo 2. The clans and number of people online at all times made some of my best Halo memories. I played more custom games in Halo 2 than any other Halo. Those were good times. And with it, he posts a GIF of someone super bouncing on uh, Ascension. Which, yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Justin, first, I want to pass it to you, buddy. Is there anything you want to say about that? Because you were just like, you were smiling and grinning with this one. I just, in total agreement. That's that, that, the claim. Just, just, the everything. Just, I just have so many good memories. Halo uh, 2 nailed it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really did. But the thing is, if we go back, I, I mean, I'm sure we have gone back and played it, and it's just not the same, you know? Yeah, uh, but, but I think because we're we're different. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's what it is. I think uh, Halo Two is still the same. Also, online gaming at that time was a completely different uh, playground. I mean, it used to be, it was just Halo Two. That's what everybody played. That's all you yeah. really could play, and that's you had where like everybody people was. playing Crimson Skies. Yeah, which was awesome. A great game, great yeah, game. Oh, I yeah. love it. I want a sequel, but I'm just saying, like everyone was playing Halo Two pretty much. Mom, Phil. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give us that sequel. Um, but yeah, yeah n- now it's so every everything's all so over many the options. Place. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many, so many games. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, so no, yeah, I completely <laughs> agree, man. You know, it was awesome. I, I've never played as many custom games in any other Halo than I did in Halo Two because of zombies on Foundation. And you'd literally have to switch. You'd have to manually switch, you know, your color. And then you'd have that one player who wasn't going to do it. And then you'd all get <laughs> mad at them and stuff like that. Switch it! You know, and you'd have to yell at them and all gang up on them and stuff like that. And, and then you'd like, then if you're like the players who aren't the zombies, you were barricading yourself in some of the rooms. And you'd start like moving the fusion coils over to sort of barricade yourself. Like, oh, so many good memories. You may, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I remember all this good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great, great answer. All these are great. Uh, Death Star 514 underscore uh, YT at Death Star 514 says, what keeps me coming back to Halo's multiplayer is the uniqueness of it. I can't think of any other game where you play super soldiers, have two health bars being shield in the regular, and you use human and alien weaponry and drive awesome sci-fi vehicles. If I can borrow a word from you, that dude just makes it sound so badass. Mm-hmm. Like That's a really good point too is uh, I don't enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer while I respect it, I don't enjoy it because 
I like the shield system. I like the element. Uh, Justin said it best, I think, before. is like pulling a reversal on somebody. It just creates a an interesting situation where even if you maybe have the advantage on someone's health, you have more health than they do, doesn't always necessarily mean you're guaranteed to win that like, yeah. firefight, you know? And it's so satisfying getting a reversal, you know, yeah. when you can outsmart somebody and you, you feel good and that just creates these like good neurons and stuff. And it just <laughs> makes you want to like apply like, oh man, it just gives you that, like that energy. You know what I mean? It just, uh, it gets your adrenaline going. So satisfying. But, um, but yeah, anything you want to say on that one? Yeah, um, I'm totally with you uh, on that. And uh, I mean, uh, I don't want to do like the Call of Duty versus, you know, Halo thing. Yeah, I don't I, mean I, to. I, I, no, no, you're not. I'm just saying what I'm about to say, he might get that impression. Uh, but it, I've definitely heard, you know, people that are Call of Duty fans saying that, you know, it takes way more skill than Halo. And, and I, I just I can't disagree more uh, because because of those reasons. I mean, it's it's, you know, a couple shots versus... It, it, it's split second versus three and a half seconds to get that kill. And the, all the strategy you can use to employ, you know, the nades and everything like that. Like, you can't use grenades in any other game like you can in Halo. Um, uh, to, to, to my knowledge, anyways, like, so you get that shield down, you get that one shot in the head, and you're just, oh, that's such a great feeling. Um, again, it's just like, kind of like laying a trap, you know, and then... And, and, yep. I just oh, so great it's satisfying no I get it. I, I I agree completely I think I honestly think what it really comes down to is like if if I was trying to sell somebody on both games on either game I'd say do you want to have a game where you play against other players and you can just run and gun and mow people down or do you want a game where you have play with other people and strategize with your team for for weapons and map control you know and stuff like that uh, and sort yeah. of take your time with it and I feel like yeah, you know, uh, maybe that sounds like I'm kind of like uh, being a bit biased towards Halo, but I hope I'm not because I think both have their 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 pluses and minuses. But I just mm-hmm. we prefer Halo Five uh, or Halo in general. But otherwise, I don't think we'd be here. This would be a Call of Duty podcast. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in to the Call of Duty Icon Podcast, where we talk all things Call of Duty. Shout out to Infinity Ward. Uh, <laughs> mad respect, mad respect to Call of Duty. Mad respect to Call of Duty. Actually, I really want to play that new story. I've heard, I've heard some pretty good things. I still want to play the the World War One that last the the previous one. Oh, uh, it had oh. Josh Duhamel, the actor. Like it had a lot of like actors in it that use their likeness and everything. I like, I story looked super good, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, okay. uh, this last one I chose just because it's it's very uh, gonna make me a little sappy. But uh, David at Black ninety six said. Halo Reach. Middle school just allows the time to play a lot. With the passing of years in high school and university and eventually work life, I haven't played as much before. I chose this because uh, I definitely think a lot of us are at that point. Uh, Some of us are married and have kids. Some of us are just older and we're working and we're just trying to, you know, do this adulting thing. And, you know, we don't have as much time, but we still love it. And we still get excited when you hear that piano chord in a Halo trailer. You know, um, when you when you see multiplayer, you just imagine yourself playing it. And then you're playing it with people and you feel that synergy and it makes you want to play one more match. And you fall into that mentality and stuff. And I just have to say, I mean, Justin, it's it's really cool, man, to to still be playing Halo 5 with you. And Brian, if you're listening to man, it's it's been it's been really cool to still be doing that. Um I know uh, you're you're not as competitive as I am, you know, and I'm also not as like I, I'm more I, I'm more like doing that than sometimes just like chatting and stuff like that. But I love that we still we still play it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I I love it so much, and 
Uh, I love that we're, I, I know that we're going to be playing Halo Infinite multiplayer when it comes out. You know, it's, it's just cool. Yeah. It, 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 it's just special. I mean, you know what? I, it's hard. I feel like I can go on such a rant with this and I'm trying to condense you know, it down as best I can. But maybe dude, I just, it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh, I, it'd be cool. So, so here's the thing is, is uh, Brian lives pretty far away from us now. We used to all live in a pretty close proximity, mm-hmm. but he had to get married and move. Chomp. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really, really super, happy. Yeah, for him. yeah. He's just kidding. Uh, We're super happy for Brian. Uh, but I, I suppose it wouldn't make, make a difference anyways because he's going to go campaign 100 percent first. Um, but I, I feel like uh, maybe the day after it comes out, or maybe even the night of its release, uh, we should do like a little like get together, like land party. Uh, well, I, I might have. Uh, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure be, it out. Be you know, cool I was going to say, your, has your, you know, uh, it's actually, uh, yeah, I want to ask you this. Has your girlfriend played Halo? And if not, are you going to introduce her to it? Oh, I plan to. She says she gets a little motion sick from uh, from 3D games like that. Okay. Like Crash Team Racing doesn't doesn't bother her at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I'm going to see if I can, I, I'm not sure if that's something you can, you can cure with just more exposure. Uh, but I, I do want to see her play that, or at the very least, you know, she, I've been wanting to replay the game, so she 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 likes to watch me play. That would be cool, man. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, I'd love to hear about that. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, I would love to do something if, if if it's at all possible this uh, later this year. I mean, I I think too, I'm gonna want to jump in Halo Infinite's campaign first. Yeah, but I still think I'm gonna fall into that. Like, it's just the FOMO. Like, you want to play campaign because you you've been riding that hype train. You don't want to miss out on that first experience, but then you want to jump into the multiplayer because you know there's people playing it right now. Yeah. You know, and you want to be among those people. And it's like, I want to jump. I want to be in both sides of the pool. I want to be in one I, end and the other. How do I do it? I want to see how they, they're going to fix the, entour, the entour, entire Cortana situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how are you going to, you know, write yourself out of, uh, out of that corner? There's, yeah, I, I, I'm, well, I'm, cool, I'm really man, curious. I mean, me too, but it's it's cool that we're at this we're at a point where, I mean, I just it's a guaranteed. I think we're gonna move heaven and earth and find ways to play Halo Infinite together. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we should get like Frank O'Connor on here and just like just start demanding information. <laughs> yeah, just like Batman. <laughs> How many levels are coming? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Big button. Uh, where yeah, is I don't it? Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to frank uh he's awesome uh but yeah thanks so much guys um for for listening to us rant and and justin thank you so much for filling in on this man Uh, i really really appreciate this this was fun to get to do with you dude i've had a blast doing this same um if you guys are interested in uh checking us out uh, we have a website. You can uh, find us at sacrediconhalo.com. There you'll find information for our patron, uh, our, our Patreon. Uh, we have a couple patrons right now. And if you're looking to join, um, we're going to be changing that soon, kind of just updating it and stuff like that. But we do currently have a $1 tier. You know, if you just want to support the show, it's just, uh, you know, you just throw a buck out and stuff like that. Nothing you have to do. But if you want to, it's there. There's also a link on there uh, for our Discord. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of talk going on. Sometimes we'll we'll you know talk just about things discussed in these episodes. It's a good place to do that. Or if you just want to talk about random stuff, you know, like a show you're watching or something, or this cool like flower you you just you successfully like you're a gardener now and you want to talk about it, you want to share in it with the sacred icon Halo community. Do it. 
I want to hear about your gardening skills. Maybe <laughs> learn a little bit myself. What? <laughs> but <laughs> also on there is some some cool blog posts that Brian has uh, done before. Uh, we haven't updated that in a bit, but again, that's something we want to do. I want to add some of my own and just another way to sort of pick our brains if you guys are interested in doing that. Uh, also, if you guys want to uh, check out Sacred Icon Halo on Twitter, you can do so by following us at Sacred Icon Halo. Brian posts great questions, as I said before really gets the community involved. You really get to see a lot of different answers. And if you're just, you know, if, if you've sometimes been of, uh, of the group that has sometimes had some bad experiences online, um, you know, and, and maybe you felt like you couldn't have an opinion or you felt like, you know, you were made to feel like an idiot because of, of something you, you didn't know and asked or, or just something to that effect. You know, we, we're, we got a lot of people that, that tend to have, be very supportive and, and very encouraging and, and just a lot of enthusiasm that sort of manifests out of those conversations and questions. So uh, definitely check us out. But if you want to check out uh, us individually, you can do so by following Brian at Brian's Bane. I could not do this podcast without him. Uh, if you want to hit me up, you can do so at jovial Joshi. Um, and, uh, you know, if you if you want to tell us, you know, if you want to hit me up and tell me what, what how great a job Justin did, and you're like, get him back on the show. Let me know. Let me know, and I will let him know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, you know, we're available everywhere, pretty much, for podcasts. So you know, we we've talked to iTunes, we've talked to Castbox, we've talked to Radio Public, we've talked to Google Podcasts. We've we've gotten in touch with all of them. We said, listen, how can we make this happen? You know what they said? They said. Uh, we don't even need to have this conversation. We want you guys on there, okay? Question is, how soon? And we were like, how soon can you make it? Everyone was like, instantly, except iTunes. They were like, two to four weeks. We were like, this sucks. <laughs> it took a little bit to get on there, but we're on there. You can find us everywhere, guys. And if there's a place that, yeah, <laughs> if there's a place we're not available on that is your podcast platform of choice, let us know and we will we will make that happen. So anyway, what about YouTube? Ahead, what about YouTube? Oh, it's a little it's a little some I you know we got some ideas we've been we've been cooking in the oven. We're letting gestate and stuff uh, uh, stuff like that. So you know it's something we like to do in the future. We just gotta see. So. Many, many ideas and things we want to do in 2020. So stay tuned, guys. But uh, he is Justin. I'm Joshua. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. This has been a blast. You've been listening to the Sacred Icon Halo Podcast. Keep it sacred, guys. Peace.